Good evening, everybody. I'm the Suffolk Crown. I'm the Bard. I'm Chalky. I'm Skazius. And welcome to episode 36 of the Randheads podcast with a special guest, as you've already heard. Chalky. I'm Chalky with us. Chalky. Hello. He's imposed himself on us and... <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even asked. I just... <laughs> just sat down. He just, just happened to be here. We don't even know who he is. He just turned up. He's just sort of like, Aaron, that's what well, I was like, like, I, last time I, checked, I didn't even let him in. <laughs> so, we're doing our E3 special. Even though it's what, like, two weeks? No, a week late. So, a quick fire. Yeah, it was, it was middle E3 was so crap. It went, like it went it on last year. It was a bit better than it was last year, though, all things considered. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo had the only good thing last year, and this year's over there was the worst. So, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're ruining the podcast! How times have changed. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Did you even watch E3, Joggy? I've read some stuff on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know it exists. Yeah, so, you so. imagined it instead. Yeah. 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 In my brain, it was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> there were games and everything so I started watching for him I watched the Bethesda show mm. and I watched a little bit of the A show and hated it so much I had to stop <laughs> I literally watched it for the Mass Effect trailer at the end and then just didn't watch it I watched Sony and Square Enix I think I only watched Square Enix just because it happened to be on while I was there mm. so I was like, no I didn't watch it because unfortunately time is, uh, I watched the PC Gamer show which was <laughs> a bit of a disappointment Stop rolling the damn thing! <laughs> that was a disappointing PC game show. I was yeah. looking forward to that. I was so disappointed by it. Uh, we'll come on to that. I don't actually remember. We'll I come don't on to remember. all the disappointments in PC gaming recently. I don't remember who it was I actually watched. I just remember little bits and bobs. So um, you guys are going to have to kind of fill me in on the cool, that's okay. semi-rad well, stuff. We're going to be passing around the show anyway because I'm putting around all the people who's put stuff down. Oh, uh, what? Okay. Well, we're, we're talking about the Shenmue 3... Kickstarter so was announced during the Sony conference. Question: Why are they doing a Kickstarter? Sony, um, Sony's got money. Yeah, I think yeah, no, Sony are only behind it advertising-wise. They're not yeah. actually putting anything else into the game. They basically said, "Look, here's a kick-ass project. We ain't gonna fund it, but you know, we'll give them the stage this, this, so that everyone else." This is the new technique now for developers. They're not the publishers and developers are just not going to actually fund anything themselves. You can do it all on Kickstarter, Pretty and much. then they charge you for the game afterwards. Well, you've got to think though, the and last the two games technically tanked. So, it's not exactly like it's a series that shows epic promise, just it's got a cult following. It has. So. To be fair, it's a brilliant game. Yes, yeah, well, exactly, day, but the, my favorite games the point are. is the first two games cost a shit ton of money to make, but it was exclusive to a dying system, yeah. Yeah. and so it didn't sell very well, mm. and then they're like, well, yeah, sure, it's got a cult following, but... And since has been overtaken by the Yakuza series, yes. which is kind of the spiritual successor to this. To be fair, I've never played the Yakuza series. The good, I mean, they're like Shenmue, but they're a bit less heavy on the whole walking around and uh, waiting for because it doesn't have a time of day system like Shenmue had. It's more based on you have your objective, you go to it, you fight shitloads of gangsters along the way. Should we really actually talk about but what yeah. Shenmue is for anyone that yeah. doesn't know? Um, yeah, because it's curiosity. It's not the game where you have to get a job. Driving a forklift. Yeah. That's, part That's of one it, of yeah. my favourite parts of the game. I love it. I always go even quite... If, if I had to be honest, Shenmue to me was kind of like a, um, a hang-on expansion pack. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'd go to I'd go to the uh, to the U arcade, and then Shenmue, the rest of the world was kind of the expansion pack to go into the arcade and hanging out and playing games. So I, I love the quick time events in it. Uh, like the quick time event game in the arcade. That's yeah, it's like the, the... so long on that thing. Shirley's asking questions about Sailor's Simulator. <laughs> hey, have you seen any Sailors or something along those lines? I can't remember the exact thing, yeah. but I remember him going around asking about Sailors. Yeah, I have to admit the voice acting wasn't brilliant in the game. That was so cheesy, but that's what added to it. So the second one improved, didn't it? Because you had some bigger characters in the second game that had. Yeah. 
some proper actors behind it. So Shenmue is basically kind of an early open world. Yeah, um, in a way, yeah. like more of more of a kind of a sand. Not so much sand. It's more like a sim kind of game in a way, mm. isn't it? Like in that you you go and um, you, you're sort of trying to find out stuff to do with your father's murder, aren't you? Yeah. He plays a guy called Ryo Hazaki, and um, yeah, he he's the son of this dojo master, and his father is killed. And as far as I recall, he doesn't really know why, does he? No, he not at the start. He just knows that the guy has turned up at the dojo. You're like, what the hell's going on? You walk in, his, your mate gets booted out the yeah, door, and that, then your father weird, gets dude. into it. Yeah, he was funny, though, to be fair. Yeah. Such a little wuss, considering he was a martial artist. But the idea is that the game plays out like this sort of detective-style thing, where he's going to go around, he's going to find out. But it takes place in, in a sort of... a I'm saying real time. So it is. We made this mistake last week, didn't we? When I said real time, but real time within the game world. So mm. it has a day and a night cycle. Yeah. And Rio being a, a normal sort of student, isn't he? A student at the time, and he he basically has to live his day to day life while trying to find this out. So you have to send yep. him out to to sort of do different. Well, I wouldn't say quests because they're not quite quests, but you go from A to B to try and to find, find as much out. information as possible whilst having tons of little tiny yeah. things dotted about that you can do. Like at the, the same fact time. that every single day you have to visit the little uh, machine. Yeah, like to the, get little, the, um, the, the little, um, yeah. I can't remember the like capsule machines. That's the one that, capsule. Um, yeah, so you can collect like the little toys, which you can apparently uh, in Shenmue too. Um, you can then uh, sell them. Uh, to get money back because in Shenmue 2 why would you sell them why would you ever do it well your backpack gets stolen in Shenmue 2 and when you get it back you have your toys but your money's gone so you sell them all and get your money money. back straight away so that's pretty neat so there was like there was tons that, of little that, things. That's, to do that's that, an it? awful thing to do to people. Like, that was kind of annoying though. When I got to uh, in Shenmue too, and then I have no money. I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? Because uh, there's a point where you need money to be able to advance. To advance. Yeah. And I'm like, oh crap! So I have to sell my collection of these things. And plus, there like, must be another way around it. You can't build your collection up again. All oh, right, okay. But uh, so that's all the same stuff. Yeah, same stuff. Plus more stuff. Cool. Because if I had to be honest, I never finished. I own both of them. But I've never actually finished them, so okay. I don't really know um, much outside of the, kind of the base because I spent all of my time in the arcade. <laughs> so I need to, uh, that is something I that I would say uh, Yakuza carries on. You've got arcade games in Yakuza. Oh, that's pretty cool. I believe you've got Hang On in one of the Yakuza oh, games. That's um, <laughs> all I do is I just, I just... In Virtual Fighter in another one, and I can't. Yeah, Hang On and uh, um, Space Harrier in the new one as well because like the new cool. one is set in the eighties, so yeah. you've got those games in in the actual arcade, which is quite cool. That's pretty neat. So. Basically, there's tons of little things dotted about. You've got a time limit, kind of. It's not kind of. They don't tell you how long you've got to figure out uh, this stuff. Do you out. have a time like, limit what? to figure stuff out? To uh, get the good yes, ending, yes, I guess. Oh, okay. You do, because um, um, there's. I can't remember. Um, there's a certain day uh, set in it that if you haven't done the right stuff up to that point, you basically you just can't really do anything else. Oh. That's what I, I found. I mean, unless there was a way around, I didn't figure that yeah, out. Sure. I did, you know, get to that point, and then like the. I mean, there's yeah. so many little things that you can do in the game as well. Like, you, you can buy cassettes and stuff, can't yeah, you? You've you got can that... go buy drinks, talk to random yeah. people, just you know, go train in the dojo, go to the arcades. Um... In Shenmue too, you can um, learn new martial arts moves off people in the park and stuff like that. Yeah, different martial arts styles. Hmm. There was so many little things to do. That's what kind of made the game mm. so unique at the time mm. I guess kind of a hard sell for a lot of people it took a lot of time to get into it was quite a, I mean, quite when a while to get into this is an open world game that predates Grand Theft Auto 3 mm. I mean and that's 
Well, okay, so here's another thing. The kind of detail they went into in Shenmue was that you could walk around a house and open individual drawers <laughs> and look at the stuff in and look at the What we're going to do with this photograph of these forks? Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> See, I used to always, I just went to collect everything. I did. If I could pick it up, I picked it up. <laughs> like I remember candles. reading a review and I had a, a Se- official Sega Dreamcast magazine or, or it might have been in a CVG magazine one of these old magazines at the time reviewed Shenmue and it said I was looking in this drawer and I found a little black box I wonder if that's where Rio's dad keeps his jazz mags the only thing I know about Shenmue I don't know if it's true but it sounds if it is true it's interesting is the weather in it actually matches the days and the dates of the time actually um, yes and no in that you have to complete the game first and then the next time you play it it will be alright I don't know why they. I think for the story they made it so the weather didn't match the time but it, you played didn't they spend time. a lot of money developing that yeah, yeah. Like putting in all the different weather effects and stuff like that yeah, but, um, very ambitious game wasn't yeah, it yeah for I sure mean, I mean it cost a small well, fortune I remember playing it and it looks better than some PS2 games graphically yeah. It, yeah, it pushed the Dreamcast to its limits sure. well, and it was supposed to be a Saturn game to start with yeah. so it wasn't like it was a small it wasn't you you were originally meant to be the dude from Virtual Fire weren't you you were meant to it was meant Fire, to be yeah. about him initially it was meant okay. to be about Acura wasn't it and, 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 yeah yeah, supposedly the game was meant to be a role-playing game where you played mm-hmm. as Akira, but then they changed it so that it would be about Rio because he, um, they didn't want it to impact on the Virtual Fighter series. Fair so enough. yeah, there is um, actually a Sega Saturn in the yeah in the drawer, yes, in the drawer, in which is weird considering it's the eighties. Mm. So what is that Saturn doing in there? Yeah, for sure, <laughs> that's actually a good point. I never thought of that. That's a very good point. So. The game, Shenmue 1 was one chapter, and yeah. the game was supposed to take place three. over, was it only it was three? three? Yeah, it was three. So basically Shenmue, no, surely not, because Shenmue 2 combines the last several chapters together, and then there was supposed to be a Shenmue 3, which would have been the last set, but they kind of finished it. They didn't have enough money or enough support. 3 was supposed to be the last one, but they were never able to do oh, it, basically. So they basically kind of killed it off short. Because yeah. I know that they ended up compact, like, compressing a lot of the game into Shenmue 2. Yeah. So they were compressing several chapters, which I guess could have been individual titles, considering you know how much space they would have had. To work I mean, if you them. think about it today, it would probably go along the same lines as a Telltale game or something, and be like, individually like chapter yeah. adventures. Yeah. Mm. Well, that would make quite a bit of sense mm. yeah but shamefully obviously the Dreamcast failed it was an exclusive to the Dreamcast no more money got put into the project it was all cancelled it was left open ended and was yeah, it not I always loved the Dreamcast Dreamcast is a very good console it's what 14 years now since must be Shenmue yeah. 2 I could be wrong maybe that was Shenmue 2 Shenmue got an Xbox release didn't it yes yeah. so it got remade for kind of then also came with a DVD that had basically all, the all cut of the cutscenes of Shenmue, Shenmue 1. one that's, right. that's, that's another tradition Yakuza carried on. When you get Yakuza 3, because it was a PlayStation 3 game, the first two were PS2 games. You ended up getting you all, had the all the cutscenes. Yeah. So the they made it like a, a movie, but yeah. it wasn't really a movie, yeah. Another annoying thing about the Xbox uh, version of it was um, you started off with all of the toys. Mm. So, oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I had to. Yeah, because you wouldn't have been able to get them otherwise. Well, that's yeah. fair, I suppose. But so I guess that must be the only way. You, you guess there can't be a way around. Yeah. Get your mm. money back. That's kind of that's kind of neat. But anyways, many 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 moons later, everyone's been talking about the Dreamcast two Shenmue being continued, and then just randomly at this event, E three, 
on stage, Yu Suzuki gets pulled out. To say, something else we're going to talk about a little bit later, this E3 has been the E3 where stuff people have been wanting has actually showed up, which makes it For once they've decided to actually take into account what we want as gamers and actually give it to us rather than just fucking around all the time. So, Yu Suzuki gets pulled out on the stage, they roll like a trailer, I guess, for the... Was it a trailer where they told, just said that the Kickstarter was going? I can't just remember. Yeah. Cause I have seen the trailer. And uh, basically they then go into it and say, look, here's what we want. We want two million... Um, Did it get funded overnight? It was 12 hours. It, it was yeah. about 12 hours. It, there was so much of a surge to Kickstarter, they brought down the site. I mean, the, the only time I've ever seen that done... As, well, and it wasn't even done to that extent. It was Bloodstained, which got done, which was yeah, funded sure. very quickly. Well, that was one of the, the not next as biggest. quick as well, Shenmue. Well, I mean, think right? about Shenmue DDoS yeah. Kickstarter. <laughs> Shenmue yeah. fans brought down Kickstarter, which was. That's just to show that it should have been done a long time ago. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but obviously, they're like, well, it's still kind of risky because we don't really know. Which, again, to be fair, two million's pocket change these days. Which bothers me. Yeah, they want 11 million. They want 11 million, but they yeah. needed 2 million for the base to get it started. Yeah. Just to drum up enough interest to get all of the other investors again, this, in. This is kind of funny because, uh, to tie into Yakuza, again, it's another series that's very similar and all uh, as popular because a lot of Shenmue fans jumped the bandwagon onto like and Yakuza as well as their similar games. Uh, that game, never the sequels never nearly made it over here because the Japanese thought there wasn't an audience for it over here, which, funnily enough, meant it could have faced the same fate as Shenmue based purely on this misconception that the game isn't wanted. So this is one of the positive things I think about Kickstarter. Everyone's psyched about it. Are you psyched about it? Hell yeah, I am. I've been you psyched about it. Since then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and like I was saying to you, because it's set in uh, the 80s, I really wanted to tie into Yakuza. That That's like two neat. of my favourite series so tying in together would be brilliant. Well, if you think about the storyline, it kind of could. It could, I mean, absolutely I could. I haven't played Yakuza, but I'm assuming from the name it, it involves the Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, no. and Rio's character is kind of similar to the main dude from yeah I can't think of his name now Kiryu because I'm a Kiryu he's they're similar in 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 the way they kind of be Kiryu is a bit more violent than Rio but for the right reasons kind of thing hmm. yeah uh, what, what, um, what is the user on I want to give it a shot uh, PlayStation two PlayStation three no PlayStation four right, I don't have the four but I've got the other two so yeah <laughs> so Rio. There's other stuffs to play. Yeah, good. It's good. Yeah. I think something. they said they wanted four million to kind of get close to what they wanted to do with Shenmue Three. Yeah, I suppose. I ways. reckon I'll make it. You know, probably. I haven't checked it in a wee while. It was sort of already about three and a half mil. Perhaps just aware. Perhaps the idea was not so much to make the money for it, but just to raise, make realize. They, they wanted to kind of. It's kind of to show. The, yeah, I'd like basically. to think Yu Suzuki secretly trying to save Sega. Like, I'm going to bring out a new Sega console <laughs> that, that cool, launches with Shenmue. Like, everyone, be so, yeah. Wow. Um, did you guys actually watch the trailer for this Shenmue Three? Yes. Yeah. yeah. To me, I mean, I know they're bringing back all the same voice actors and that, but it didn't sound like the same guy with Ryu's voice in that. No. No, sound, it sounded like it was trying to be his voice, but might have been a different dude. It could just be that well, because he's older. older. Yeah. yeah. Several years, several years ago, yeah, voices changed, don't they? So possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. Right. Yeah. We're moving on to one that I put in here now, which is the Last Guardian, which is another game that people have wanted for a while. A game that had slipped through the net, and we thought wasn't going to be developed. Was due to be a PlayStation Three exclusive. Yes. Now it's going to be a PS4, PS4 exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. For a while, it went dark, and they said that they were they were not going to make it. Team Ico, this is that made the game. Yeah, also responsible Colossus, for Ico yeah, and no, Shadow of the Colossus. Um, 
which are again are two quite popular games mm-hmm. um, that have their niche audience. So um, people were disappointed that the Last Guardian wasn't going to be made, but now it seems it's coming out for PS4. Although I still find, did, did any of you guys see the video for it? No, a little bit. Of it. No. it still looks a little bit like a PS3 game. Yeah, yeah. like it hasn't really improved that much, but at least we're getting it. Mm. Um, the thing so, is, though, you always say that looking at it, and then when you kind of go. Back, you're like, well, fucking hell, PS3 oh, yeah. games really look turd. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but, comparing it to other PS4 games, it's that oh, particular yeah, game sure. still looks kind of... Like, still looks a bit like cheese, right? Yeah. It could um, be, that could have been a goal. Yeah, just maybe just, yeah, I think the goal was just to keep it alive and bring it out, because yeah. people wanted it. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this one as much as the others. I'm, I'm not really a sentimental person. So, uh, <laughs> this little kid and his relationship with this what I assume to be it's like a griffin or something isn't it I don't know it's like a big big it looks kind of a bit like a, a baby version of the luck dragon from um, oh it has in that video never ending story um, and the idea is that this kid and, and you know it's going to die it's so going <laughs> to die it, and, and it's going to have a sad end and we know what no, team I come about by now but um but yeah, no, it was the horse that died in, in Never Ending Story, wasn't it? The yeah. horse sunk into the mud. But, but it looks like the luck dragon. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> you know the one with the luck dragon looks like a dog? It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I thought, that's not a dragon, that's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, poor Artex, man. I'm thinking of Artex. Artex, uh, the horse. Artex, <laughs> the horse. Gave in to despair and sank into the bog. <laughs> then how come Atreyu didn't? Because he was sad about the fact that Artex... I know, but he fought it, didn't he? he <coughs> heroic Atreyu so he somehow overcame he his sadness should have had green skin though yeah he was meant to wasn't he yeah yeah, yeah we've gone way off topic <laughs> never in the story again but yeah um, very past reacting from what I'll take to the horse <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyone slow clap good job oh dear but yeah so I mean I don't He'll know if I'm going to buy into the story of this one as much but I mean based on my I really really love Shadow of the Colossus that mm. game was a fantastic game I've never um, played it really I yeah. actually wanted to own it but could never get it no <laughs> yeah that kind of appeared for a little while then yeah. it disappeared, disappeared then they brought they brought out one later didn't they they Especially bought out a edition. combo pack for me um, yeah with both of them I'm I'm actually, actually, I, uh, I, I've got it on my wish list on Amazon so ah, I really like Daiko Daiko was a good game but Shadow of the Colossus I oh, played a little bit though. Shadow of the Colossus was something else man that was a great game when it came out like mm. um, the whole climbing big monsters mechanic I think did it predate Monster Hunter or did Monster Hunter come out first even though I, think you obviously, I think it came up before Monster Hunter. Even though you can't climb the Monster Hunter. Yeah, I think Monster it came up before yeah. the, the whole idea of it and the scale of everything and, the, and how aesthetically artistic everything was. Mm. just It was a very beautiful game. Um, and again, it had a bit of a sentimental story thing going on that had a bit of a twist to it that I won't spoil. But um, yeah, it's uh, a neat little game. That And, and going by based off that, I think I'll probably enjoy The Last Guardian, even though the basic premise doesn't really appeal to me as much as Shadow of the Colossus' premise did. So, mm. yeah, it's looking pretty good. The video they showed looked quite good. But, mm. yeah. Fair to I've never really followed the, the development of the game. So when everyone no. was like, oh my God, it's amazing. I was like, well, yeah, sure. It was just... I think it was more the fact that everybody thought it wasn't going to come out. And yeah. then it got well, that's kind of like the shock. Like, wow, you know, they're actually going to do The Last Guardian. There's been a lot of stuff like that, really, hasn't there? Another shocker of E3 since we've had Last Guardian Shenmue 3 the Xbox One now has kind of backwards compatibility Mm. support which is um, 
It's odd. It's going to be yeah, obviously. Yeah. I think so, that, that Sony and I think are trying to catch up with this. I, I, um, well, when they had an interview recently, they were like, it's kind of too hard. Yeah. Um, they're trying to push their PlayStation now streaming service, so you basically pay however much for a game and you can stream it. All I care about is an HD user collection. Well, that'd be neat. But uh, with the Xbox One, the idea is that you can take your original disc, whap it into your your, original Xbox 360 disc or whatever, whap it into um, the Xbox One, it will then read the disc and say, oh, hey, you've got that. Tie that, look, I guess it kind of... um, kind of code it hard code to the system kind of like the DRM setup yeah. they had with the thing and then uh, it will allow you to download a digital version from the Xbox One store apparently which it's is only working with certain games yeah there's like a couple hundred games out for it at the moment and it works with even if you owned the digital version before so if you bought it off of like the Xbox One or Xbox Live Arcade or yeah. like from school like that will be on there as well that's what they're doing for backwards compatibility. Kind of neat. Yeah. Considering yeah. Sony haven't got a chance in hell of emulating the cell processor, but... <laughs> yeah, which is Finally a shame. Not, it's nice that Microsoft have done something like Positive. that. Kind of, yeah, they've brought, <laughs> they've brought back support for um, Xbox 360 games. Yeah. I know plenty of Xbox 360 games that are still pretty cool. It's nice that you don't have to have both systems sitting around. And let's be fair, how many Xbox 360s are still running? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, we kind of need the Xbox One to support the old stuff, guys, because when it comes to building a console that lasts for more than 15 minutes, you really suck. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. That's right. Right, the other big, 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 big from, from E3 that, again, people have been asking for for years and years and years and years, which is Square finally decided to do a remake of Final Fantasy VII, which is probably the most popular game in the series, mm. I would say. A bit overrated, um, in my opinion, but still good. A little yeah. bit overrated. I, I think it's... I think it, it kind of gets... It's fallen victim into being overrated, but at the same time also being overhated because was it, of this. Was yeah. it not one of the first... Sorry, I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah. Wasn't it one of the first Final Fantasy games we got over here? Because we got Mystic Quest, which yes. is what the fucking baby's did first Final Fantasy Did we get six? Game. I'm not sure if we no. got... No, we did not. We got it eventually on a PlayStation remaster, but I don't think we got the original cat. We got... We did get some of them because they became... They were numbered differently, weren't they? No, that was America. Or was that America? That was, that was America. Right. They got that. That must they be can't do anything right. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> we got, we got um, Mystic Quest, which I believe was Mystic Quest Legends yes. over here, which yeah. is Baby's first um, RPG. It's still a nice just, little game. The music on that game is absolutely yeah. brilliant, in my opinion. That was like one of the first ones. Then we got Final Fantasy VII right, on the okay. PlayStation. I'm pretty sure that's how it went But around. I also think, again, like the time it came out, it was a benchmark game for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I can remember seeing the trailers on TV. It was and like, pretty that much the game amazing. that established the PlayStation, at, well, every PlayStation console since, as the JRPG game is like console of choice. Yeah. Like the, every PlayStation console has been where you go if you want a JRPG. Um, but it also was the rival for Nintendo's big game at the time, which was Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Which um, I think Ocarina came out slightly later, but... They were being developed around the same time, and they, people were following the development of both games at the same time. So it was in direct competition. So yeah. that hyped it up. Completely even more. different styles of game, but still. And to be fair, it's one of the first 
Japanese games that was highly publicised over here. Like it got advertised like if I remember crazy. Right, I saw that in like bus stops. Yeah, it had a TV you know. spot as well. Like mm. you didn't really see that very well, often. No, that, that's what I mean. That's why yeah. I first saw. It. I can remember when I was uh, younger seeing it on TV, and like you, that was like cloud running through one of the reactors. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was part of the part of the ads, and it looked. I mean, and you shoot like the high wind and stuff. Yeah, you got to yeah. think. At this time, we'd have probably never seen anything. The pre-rendered like backgrounds console. in that game are still beautiful. They mm. uh, in all oh, the yeah, old yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy games, the pre-rendered backgrounds always still look amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was a huge game when it came out, and I I loved the game. I mean, I did go for a stage because I, I ended up liking nine a little bit more. See, I prefer nine. But then I went back to seven, and I thought actually I like seven just as much, but for very different reasons. Yeah. One complaint against Seven that a lot of people that will say it's really overrated will will have a problem with is a lot of people say it's really emo, but it's not. No, like I don't think so. a lot of people will say Cloud's a very emo character, and I was like, well, actually, you've, yeah, it's, it's if you've watched Ad- Advent Children, I can see why you, you think that. Watch, yeah. You have to watch the director's <laughs> cut. It actually makes sense if you watch the director's cut because there's so much other stuff tied in that wasn't in the original cut of the film. Oh, me right. and Inky were trying to find a copy. I don't to know watch. if I've got the director's cut. I've got um, a version of it, but I maybe think not. I have. Ah, might be if worth I have, watching. I we'll have to watch it, man. Yeah, it's, seriously, it's it's crazy how much was left. But I mean, then like, if you played the game, you had to go out and you had to remember the fact that Cloud had that ridiculous cross-dressing team, which was brilliant. Where <laughs> yeah. he just like got dragged through having to dress up as a woman to appease Don Corneo, and that was yeah. good fun. And then there's lots that was of not good fun for me <laughs> because I changed Cloud names to my name. Uh, <laughs> well, I did for me as well. But yeah. I still found it funny. So. Yeah. Um, and then like you had the the whole. Because his character changed over the course of the game, didn't it? He starts off as a bit of a douche, yeah, and then like as he goes game. through the game, he warms and becomes better. Then yeah. you've got the famous Let's Mosey line at the end, and you're like, that's cool, he's become an interesting, fun character. Mm. And then in Advent Children, he's kind of gone back to being a bit of a moody shit again. Yeah, see, that um, all time, you have to... Yeah. You had to have played... Because that's, that's one of the things I love about Final Fantasy VII, is that it's one of the most kind of... It's very diverse, isn't it? So got... you had uh, Before Crisis... So it's again about the, uh, about the Turks. Crisis Core about Zack and yeah. the kind of lead up to... So Which those two were the lead up then, to uh, Final Fantasy Then you had the Vincent game, didn't you? Uh, Dirge no, of Cerberus. Seven. So after, you had yeah. Seven, then you had Dirge of Cerberus, then Advent Children. And you had... Um, uh, what was the one where you could play as the Turks on the mobile? No, that was uh, Before that Crisis. That was Before Crisis, yeah. was it? So Before Crisis is basically the Turks, Rufus Shinra, and the original Avalanche. And out of all the Final Fantasy characters, my favourite characters are Rufus Shinra and the Turks. They'll yes. always be my favourite Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, Rino Rude. I even like Sun as well. Like, they're all really cool characters. Yeah. Um, again, maybe this ties into my love for for criminal characters. I don't know why I was for for bungling criminals, but I love bungling criminal characters, and the Turks fit that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of good characters. Uh, Vincent is an interesting character. Sid Highwind is good fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, Kate Seath. Yeah, yeah, Kate Seath. Um, you know, it took who, me ages to realise that was Reeve for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it was so obvious, but I, I remember playing it. It was Reeve, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. fuck, man, there he is. Yeah, no, and, I didn't figure it out. Um, God damn my favourite character was uh, Red 13 Red 13 was a very good oh, character yeah, yeah. yeah. And the whole in fact every, like, everything around the Cosmo Canyon was really cool yeah, like, yeah. that game has so many moments in it that are just I don't know something very magical about that game mm-hmm. 
Well, I, cause I first time I played it was I, I'd never played it before. I didn't play Far Fantasy game before. I played that last year. Yeah, I remember uh, talking yeah. about it on the podcast. Yeah. And I was just amazed at a game that was like 16, 17 years old. It came out like 97. 90, was it 97? Yeah, 96, yeah. so I think. So, yeah, about 18, 18, 18 years old. I was amazed at just how big it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that, exactly, and you got to think this was like one of the, the biggest games on home console at the time. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's nothing. It was probably the first Final Fantasy game that was non-linear as well, wasn't it? Because although the other games were open to an extent, mm. you still followed a very linear path. Mm. Whereas in seven, you actually could go. There were a few really, things that you really, didn't miss. Well, I, was, I, was, yeah, I think that's. I still. I thought the game was still fairly linear. But you could explore the map and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, not to really late on. <laughs> Uh, Not too really late oh, on. Oh, the plane is about. Yeah. Yeah, I got lost at one point in mm-hmm. that part. So I was exploring a lot of areas. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of like, little mini games in there as well. There's loads of little stuff those, to do. Man. You've got that yeah. whole strategy yeah, game on that, on that mountain that you can do. I can't remember what it's called, that mountain you go to. And there's Other one with the Phoenix. You have to do the strategy game to protect the mountain. Oh, the yeah, I remember. Yeah. I love um, what it's called. Phoenix, Port Condor. Yeah. That's the Once you figure out the trick to doing it, it's really easy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's the same thing with most things. But then you had the Golden Saucer where you could go and play all the different games and stuff. Yeah. Then you had the submarine mini game. There were loads of little extra things in it. It's a lot bigger than people give you credit for. Yeah, the snowboarding, yeah, the really motorcycle bit, like yeah. where you have to escape from Midgard. Yeah. But, but yeah. No, I love the, um, the Golden Source, the music. I love Did the you music know, the I was Source. reading about this the other day, it's something I didn't know until very recently. Um, Eris was never supposed to die. You was, what? Or she was supposed to die, but you were supposed Hang to... Hang on. Yeah, you were supposed to be able to resurrect I've just spoiled it for Nick. Um, <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh, wait, really? Did, have you not? No! Oh, oh no! no. See, <laughs> Nick played this ages ago, so I'd assumed he'd gone past <laughs> that point, but... <laughs> Finished this one yet? Yeah. Well, and I've also, also how have you never read about this before? This is like, I've never been on Fire Fantasy. I've never read about it. Right, that's it. Go back, wait, stop. You go home now and you finish that game. Okay. Go. Quit. Just, right, well, I was going to say, because now I've spoiled it for him, it doesn't matter. So, Bastard. <laughs> so I hope you haven't been training her up, Nick, because. <laughs> The worst thing is, I was training her. Well, the I had been. I know, because I had got her level four limit break, and then yeah, you see. Well, funnily enough, you you unlock her um, ultimate weapon when she's already dead. So, so I, oh well, what's the point in that being there? Hmm. And it turns out the reason was there's a dude in the sewer who's still in Final Fantasy VII, but you can't talk to, and he disappears later in the game. And those hooded dudes that were like the Sephiroth clones and that yeah. are down there, and they talk about how they kidnapped him or he's been taken. And the reason why is because you were meant to go to him and he brought Eris back to life. And then Eris rejoined your party. But yeah, they cut yeah. that out. Mod it. <laughs> That's kind of it's a probably, key. It has been modded yeah. by now, you know. Mod it back in. Yeah, the game, the game. Yeah, like that old. Funny enough, <laughs> because the game was building up so it's on much. On PC fun, now, you can mod it. SquareSoft rushed it and released it sooner than they should have done before mm. they'd finished it. So it's got a few bits in it that aren't actually a bit sketchy. Done, yeah. So it was meant to be a little bit bigger than it was, mm. but still, I mean, yeah, a huge game for the time it came out. But well, let's hope they do a HD remake of eight and nine now as well. Well, do you remember? Was it last year at E3 they like, they shoe final? Fantasy 7 and they fucking trolled everyone just yeah. by re-releasing the old version the yeah, original yeah, version yeah, maybe this is what the they were building up and to then they knew everyone went mental and then like this year it's like oh look hey Final Fantasy 7 we're actually doing it now we're promising you this time. I have heard on the great part I don't know how this true this is but it's going to function with like an ARPG okay. so rather than being um, turn based it might well be 
So what you're saying is going to be somewhere along the lines of say Final Fantasy 15? Maybe yeah, along the that's, that's how I, that's that's how I visualize. That's what that seems to be what people are saying. See, at I the don't moment. like the newer Final Fantasy um, battle systems. I yeah. like the turn-based thing. I like. See, to be fair, well. turn-based never made any sense to me. Well, it doesn't make sense, but I'm a big Pokemon fan, and that's turn-based. Turn-based does make <laughs> sense, depending on the game. I mean, final with with Final Fantasy, it's a little easier. But I mean, turn-based is better when you have the party members that can all do different things because in Final Fantasy they're all very linear and they only really change based on what material you gave them mm. um, and their limit breaks obviously um, but you would have characters in other turn-based games that were like damage over time that kind of thing yada yada you know like your healer your Final damage Fantasy, over time character Final Fantasy 9 yeah. went a well, bit Final more Fantasy that 9 way. Yeah. went back to the original formula yeah but I did love 9 9 was good 9 and 7 I have to say I was th- 9, this 7 and 6 this a Final Fantasy gush fest all we really want to say so by the way Final Fantasy 7 being remade it looks really pretty from the trailer yeah. I'm imagining it to look between Final Fantasy say. 15 Final Fantasy 14 and 15 because 14 looks gorgeous as well yeah and um, kind of cutscenes along the lines of Advent Children I would imagine so yeah So because we have the power now to do that pretty makes me wonder if they're going to add voices to it I expect they'll use the Advent Children voices. Yeah, for I would sure. imagine they would. Because I mean, um, they've I, already got much of the soundtrack. I don't think it will be fully voice acted, though. I think certain bits of it will be voice acted. I think mm. they'll go along the same lines as I'm going to mention it again, as I mentioned it plenty of times already Yakuza, mm. which is uh, partially voice acted, where there's points in the game where you'll go and you're talking, it'll just be text. And then other times you'll have full voice acting. I can see that being how it is. I might be surprised, and it might be. Fully voice acted, which yeah. would be nice. They make two changes. One, don't kill Aries. <laughs> two, let me kick Caxif out of the party. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the other Final Fantasy, because I've not played the newer ones... They were fully voice acted, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, 12, actually onwards. 12, 12 was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so onwards. I imagine it will be fully voice acted then. Mm. I can't see why it wouldn't be. It just means, I mean, even in 10, it was fully voice acted, but you can still rename the character. Yeah. So it makes me wonder... Was it can... fully voice acted? I'm sure there was plenty of no, text was, on yeah, screen. Text oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of voice acting in it. Well, yeah. Was All 12, the cuts was 12 voice fully voice acted then? I don't know. I know 12 or 13 was fully voice acted. Because a lot of people cried about If 13 is fully voice acted, then I'll say 7 remake will probably be fully voice acted. Yeah. Um, what you were saying about the Gush Fest is interesting because as much love as, as I have for Final Fantasy it's, it doesn't rate that highly on my JRPG list of RPGs that I love like, very quickly throughout this what's, it, what's the top 5 JRPGs Sakodan 2 definitely mm-hmm. that's easily number 1 without even thinking about it mm-hmm. um, trying to think though yeah, I'll come back to that <laughs> I'll come to me at some point Sakodan 2 is just the one I love the most so that's on the top um yeah, we'll come back to that. But yeah, it's a, a very good series. And yeah, Seven's definitely one of the better ones. Definitely. In, uh, in Nine, they recently found an Easter egg, didn't they? They did, well, yeah. They, they, it, it was a couple of years back now, wasn't it? But it, yeah, it, was they, com- uh, it wasn't actually found. It was one of the people who worked on the game was so fed up with people not finding it. They put <laughs> Yeah, they said they revealed it. which was, It's only a very small segment, isn't it? In, yeah, in one of the story parts. It's um, it, it, there's a, it's a, it goes for a long distance of the game. You have to keep going back to it, and for all, all you get is a soft ring <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> so it's not even worth doing it. Best for completionists, <laughs> yeah. one for the completionists. But yeah, basically being remade, it looks really neat. It does, um, yeah. I mean, and with how big it is, it is the most popular Final Fantasy game without a doubt. Well, I know I'll definitely be getting it. Um, and and with Advent Children being. It be- 
Advent Children made it popular to people that hadn't even played the game. So, yeah, I can see it being... I'd like to see a re-release of Crisis Core at some point, even if it's... Um, I want digital. a spin-off game where you get play as the Turks. Just give me that and I'll well, be happy. Well, you've already got one, but we never yeah, got it. Yeah, but we so. never got it and it was a shitty mobile game. I mean, a proper spin-off <laughs> game where I get to play as Turks. Yeah, I'd like to play as Reno, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it if you could like build them up, organise your group, just hire shitloads of them and then send them out on missions and things. It'd be great fun. Can't like My build, Life as the King. Build a, yeah. Build, <laughs> but with the Turks. My Life as a criminal underworld leader. Like, yeah. Get on it. <laughs> Do it. Bit of a disappointment of the show was the PC Gamer Show. I was looking forward to PC Gamer Show. I thought it'd be nice to have PC doing something. That was nice to see it there. Yeah, but, but it seemed like a PC gaming master race circle jerk mm, for most of it. I must. I didn't get a vibe from it. From it, but what I did feel about it was that the people who designed and planned it obviously hadn't really got a clue what they were doing. Mm. It was way too long, two and a half hours long. Yeah, for sure. It was mainly a chat show type thing. So yeah, like they so, had like a desk and, and people would walk way in. Way too much stuff in it. Way too much stuff in it. So you're getting like people on those literally people who are walking on stage saying, Hi, I'm a developer. Here's a trailer for a new game. Five seconds later, that was it, gone. That was the segment gone. Yeah. So it was very poorly executed. I mean, there, I mean, some of the poor bits, you've got David Brebner on there. Who did Elite Dangerous? Right, and he come on the poor chap. He virtually throws up on the stage. <laughs> I thought actually, no, I have to say, Day Nine, who uh, was presenting it, did a really good job there. He actually got all the old sort of cheer, him, sort of cheer him on. He was all brought back round. I thought that was very really well handled by him. Mm. Going back it. <laughs> I thought really bad. Pete Morley weren't there, was he? His no, trying to find a new game. Nothing no, comes it up. Wasn't. They <laughs> off the stage. Get off Pete, you hag. It was nice to see some developers there you wouldn't see in anywhere else because they're indie developers or they were developers who only developed PC. You wouldn't see them. It was nice to see them there. Mm. I just felt that it's like it spent more time chatting about, oh, so this is your game. It's like saying, rather than going to say what was in the game. Yeah. They were, it, they, just, they just didn't really. A chalk show didn't work. I mean, you compare it to the other people, what they do, other sort of developers, they, or platform holders or companies, mm. where you said, okay, next up is so-and-so, here's them, they talk about their game, and say, oh, this is our game, there's all the cool features in it. They said just had this constant parade of people off people people, and after a while you lost track of all the games they had on it. And I was like, you could set the magic roundabout music to it, just people going <laughs> around. It was, it was a little bit like that. I mean, you walked away from it where... You walked away from where you compare, like, you know, if you say, oh, do you watch Professor Show? Yeah, it had um, Doom in it, had Battle Cried, Fallout 3, Fallout Shelter, and Dishonored 2 in it. Okay, boom, you've, you've pretty much just every game, is it? If you try and list all the games in the PC Gamer Show, you'd be here, you wouldn't remember them all. There's mm-hmm. too many, there's too much stuff, too bad, and the actual format was wrong. Yeah. Um, it was a neat attempt. It was yeah. really good. I, I would like them to do one next year, but learn from this. Yeah. And take away what they've learned and say, okay, maybe this what, what they could do. Is do it in a treehouse format like the Nintendo thing, the Nintendo treehouse stuff, mm-hmm. which they do. They'll do the E3 segment and then they'll show extra stuff over time, yeah, like don't they? Show, yeah, um, yeah that, that would be a, probably a nice yeah. way of doing it because it means that they can then cover the, the big games in yeah. the main presentation. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other, of course, major issue is is PC game being not a, plat- a platform holder per se mm-hmm. can't really come out and say. Hey guys, look at this exclusive it's game. So much us. stuff coming they, out. They, they did get exactly. a lot of recycled stuff in there, and a lot of kind yeah. of you know, like I said, PC game and Master Race kind of cycle jack and going on. Like my gripe with the whole thing, other than it being too long and too much fluff. I mean, the whole idea was neat. You know, yeah. kind of was, oh hey, this is kind of cool. Yeah. 
If all you've got to say is that the version you're releasing on PC has better graphics than the console, get off the fucking stage. Tell me what actually makes yeah. it special. I don't care if it's got more pretties. And I really, want to know what it makes be more it more about exclusive, shouldn't it? Rather but than yeah. what makes the game better. What extra stuff does it have in it that I well, couldn't no, have I will say it is nice to see it when they when they do demonstrate the engines on and say that this is what the engines can do because we've now looked at I did I must have Mm. Yeah, that's just, that's just I didn't quite like seeing it. And also, I think the other thing is you've got to remember it was sponsored heavily by AMD. Yeah, I know. And I must hey, admit, look at us showing a new graphics card. I must admit, they were a little bit. You had AMD had two segments on it, and they were longer than some of the game segments. We had the head developer on there came on there and saw show off a graphics card. They had the CEO came on there, and she showed off a graphics card as well, and a new gaming rig. Did you see that gaming rig they did? They game PC they had, which looked like a dumbbell. It is it's like it's like a square tray, with a little gap in the between, never square tray. It's designed to be ultra cool, ultra efficient, mm. and they actually had them running upstairs, and it'd be sort of really able to push graphics out, really powerful. And I was like, oh, it's like, yeah, okay, well done, AMD. You've got your your previous half an hour of game show time, which we required to sponsor, pay the money to do it. <laughs> But I suppose, you know, if they're paying the money to do it, they've got to have a little bit of... Something we might go into later. I bet they didn't have Arkham Knight showing at their AMD. <laughs> no, they the did day. not. No. They probably did, but it didn't last very long. Yeah. Oh, well, it stopped already. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the live demos. It was quite neat where they sort of played them on. So I thought that was quite neat. I just... I think it, it wasn't... It was a good attempt, but just badly executed, and they will need to improve for next time. Yeah. Get someone who's done with the other design, other shows, get them involved and help yeah. them design it for you. The other issue of it, of course, is because you are PC, you don't have any. I've mentioned also you've got your platform, so you've got no exclusive that way, and also your developers aren't going to be exclusive to you either. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to really come and shout about their games so much. So it's a funny old beast, the PC. It doesn't really fit in very well with E3's format, but no. I do hope they do it again. Mm-hmm. I do how they work from it. They, like I said, they, they possibly need to do a treehouse thing where they have the smaller titles shown over a course of a few days relating to yeah. E3. Funny enough, I can use that to tie into something else here, which is that the treehouse format, while it may work for PC, might well be something that shot Nintendo in the foot this year. Which is that Nintendo's E3 show this year was completely lacklustre compared to where it was last year. <laughs> it was the Amiibo show. Whereas last year, E3, oh Nintendo's E3 show had suckered loads of people in. Everybody was like, wow, this, all this stuff coming out that's really good. I mean, we had Splatoon, which has since come out and been like a very big it's game. It's destroyed the chat. Yeah, absolutely. People have loved it's come it. come out of nowhere. Um, and there were other titles that came out, like Smash, yeah. obviously, last kind of... year. But the I think, no cares. personally... <laughs> Uh, it is pretty much common knowledge now that this year's um, Nintendo show E3 was bad, wasn't very good. My, I think one of the reasons is they put too much stuff in their Nintendo Directs, and that that might be possibly. <laughs> oh shit, we've got nothing for E3. Yeah, <laughs> see, because Fire Emblem, as much as I'm really not liking the new Fire Emblem, is a big fan of the series. Which is weird because you were really psyched about it. I was. It I was really something when I first heard about it, and then the stuff I saw in the Directs was just like. This sucks. Um, <laughs> also, I was I, although I was psyched about a new one. I was also hesitant because of how much I hated Awakening, and it seems that a lot of the crap that was in Awakening they've carried over. So it's just like it's Fire Emblem Moe edition, as far as I'm concerned, which right. isn't as good as the older titles. But not talking about that. Fire Emblem probably would, be, would have been a good game for them to reveal the E3 instead of revealing it a couple of a month or so earlier in their Nintendo Directs and. 
Because which is it's admirable that they do do these directs because it does keep people up to date on what they're doing and what's coming out, even though there haven't been much coming out recently. Um, but that has probably caused them the problem at E3 because then they've got very little to talk about. And what was shown at E3, to be honest, wasn't that great. I mean, there's nothing to write home about. Um, whereas last year they had two or three big games that people really wanted. Was there really anything that anyone wanted? Star Fox? That was it, wasn't it, really? Comboing E3 with the directs, there was fuck all Mm. in the entire presentation that I wanted. Although, funnily enough, one of the games was Star Fox made by Platinum, wasn't it? Platinum Mm. Games is doing a Star Fox game. And in the Squaresoft one, Platinum Games are apparently doing a new Nier game. So, it's a bit of an in-joke on the internet. Everybody wants Platinum Games to make all these new games. And they're actually doing it, which is mm. <laughs> quite interesting. Um, so, yeah, that, that, the Star Fox game might be interesting. Sure, but, especially um, stuff, it's got a lot of stuff from Star Fox 2 and that gimmick where you can see first person from the gamepad. Yeah. Scrap it. Just oh, please, Nintendo. I have to admit, it's not Nintendo, necessary. they suckered me in last E3. I bought a Wii and I sold it because it was just like there's nothing coming out of this mm. I wanted. I picked up the new 3DS and now because I'm disappointed with Fire Emblem, that's going. And... I don't know. I don't know if they've, like, overshot the mark a little bit. Mm. Like, they, they showed promise last year, and then they haven't really delivered all but that But it was much. the exact opposite to what everyone else did last year. They uh, had yeah, nothing yeah. on the flipped, plate. haven't they? And now they've got everything that we want. Yeah. Nintendo had everything we want, and now, well, they haven't got anything. Well, I was yeah. uh, mostly hoping for the new main series Pokemon title to be announced See, that's that's what I care funny about enough that, that surprises me it wasn't because Pokemon is probably their biggest franchise oh, right it's now it's probably it pretty is, much all that they've got it is it their breadwinner isn't it to be fair it's the only thing I care about on Nintendo and mm. yeah I just want them to bring something to I them. was disappointed because they showed a picture on um, building up to E3 of uh, it turned out to be Reggie Wearing a pink hoodie with boxing gloves on. I was like, this could be a new Punch Out. I love Punch Out. Wasn't this that is, the. Um, it was just some stupid trailer thing that they did for E3. And I was like, oh, great. You know, mm. that, I really don't care. I don't give a shit about what Reggie Phil's aim is doing because he's always doing some stupid shit on stage. I'm just like, yeah. Thoughts on the um, Nintendo World Championships? Meh. Coming back. I saw some yeah, of it. I, I went board. to bed. I watched part of it. I had work the next day and I thought, I'll watch this, see how it is. I got to balloon fight and. Ego Raptor playing Balloon Finals. Like, mm. I can't be asked to watch this, you know. Yeah. If I want to watch jerks playing shit games, I'll just go to YouTube and look up any video, really. <laughs> go to my channel. Rat Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, they what, they played Metroid, they played around a Splatoon. Apparently, I didn't see the Splatoon bit, but people were saying there was some annoying kid on there or something. Um, Metroid, Splatoon, uh, original Zelda. Nothing really new, and it was just like, meh. Mm. There's no wizard films tying to it this year. Yeah, look at Power Glove catchphrases. NWC, right, they had one NWC. Years and years. That was, what, that was enough. Yeah. Now, this is back in the NES days. No one but Americans gives a fuck about NWC. It no. might be the Nintendo World Championship, but you might as well just, just give it to the Americans, let them keep it. Honestly, I thought it was the biggest pile of shit. To in be the fair, the Americans do have the World Series, which they play in. <laughs> America. Um, <laughs> yeah, the end, I didn't really care about the NWC. I didn't care about a stupid puppet show thing. It was mm. just like oh, neat concept. Show. Sorry, did you say there was a puppet show. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why am I thinking Punch and Judy? Fair enough. <laughs> it was the it was the four main people. Iwata, Reggie, um, Sakurai. Does, was does it one that come with a stick and whack the others? It was pretty much. Like, yeah. it, was like, it was like watching a Muppet, the Muppets, but with Nintendo CEOs. Which is like. <laughs> So can Weird. we cut this short that Nintendo's E3 conference was a fucking joke? It was. It was bad. They really, they built up the hype last year. They didn't deliver on anything, really, for me. And then it was just like, eh. The new Metroid game, thoughts? Oh. Because everyone's bitching about yeah, it. There's a petition, isn't there? There's yes. a petition to get it cancelled. I've um, never been a Metroid fan, so... Um, it doesn't really tie into Metroid at all, to be honest. It isn't, I'm not really a big fan of Metroid. Do you even play as Samus? <laughs> no. You don't? Seriously? I'm certainly kidding with that question, but bloody hell. <laughs> no, you don't play as Samus. You play as Federation Force, which are little chibi dudes in suits mm. of armour that... Gamers, your self-entitled little douchebags, give up. You don't have any say in how these games come out. Just because it's got Metroid in the name doesn't mean it has to have Samus in it. Grandia 2 had nothing to do with the fucking first game. I loved it too. Final yeah, Fantasy fucking game. 7 has nothing to do with Final Fantasy 6. Just calm down. Chill um, the fuck out. Get away from your keyboard. Stop whining. Why do I disagree that the petition is silly? I do think it is good that people do give negative feedback if they think something is shit. But they fucking... They dislike-bombed the YouTube channel. They went back and hit dislike on fucking everything. That amuses me quite a bit. Stop being little whiny bitch boys. Just give up. In your head, what do you think is going to happen? That'll show them. I've got my rage. I dislike everything. That'll show Nintendo. The best way to show them is to vote we wallet it's the yeah. best way if to show any like company it, don't anything buy it. don't buy but it you know that even when they bring it out all these people have disliked it some petition to get cancelled they're going to buy it yeah <laughs> they can't help themselves they're going to whine and cry until the game comes out <laughs> like addicts I pretty much thought Ubisoft I've not bought a game from them since somebody bought me Blood Dragon I didn't ask them to they bought it for me as a mm. gift and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll play it. But then it said, oh, you need you play to play this. So I was like, no. No, thank you. Never ever like, played it. You should like play Blood Dragon. Ubisoft. <laughs> I'd love to look at Blood Dragon, I but I'll never play it just because I hate Ubisoft. Yeah. Assassin's Creed was fine until it became, you know, Assassin's, like Assassin's Creed slash Call of Duty. Assassin's like yearly jaunt. Yeah. No, I, I love the Assassin's Creed game, I have to say. I mean, I, I think they got better as they went on. I, 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 I don't think it really needs right? to be called assassins nothing about it is to do with assassins really it's just mm. like I fight everybody Creed which is fair enough if that's what they want to do but I remember the game being launched when it first came out um, it was being described as being a success as a thief and it was like mm. no no, like, <laughs> no, no not even no, slightly no, no. right so I've just got a quick quick fire few games I spotted I look forward to okay um your favorite, one of your favorite games, Luke, Dishonored Two. It's coming out. I like Dishonored. I don't know if we get to play as Emily this time. Grown up, mm. not as a child. That would be wrong. <laughs> Staking <State, laughs> people with a knife. <laughs> That's what yeah. happens. Uh, not a lot been released. Uh, looks like that sort of the place is set in a different part of the world, as it were. So everybody looks like in the French Foreign Legion. I know that a lot of people British. started crying about that as well. Oh, for no, reasons it's, why I don't yeah, know it's, but. it's a different game um, looks like the outside is back unfortunately mm. um, and looks like some sort of elderly beast took over the throne you've got to sort of fight but you can play as both Corvo and Emily so you get a choice that's pretty neat so that's quite neat um, new traversal mechanic she just fires a thing out of her arm which basically works the same as Blink um, so that looks interesting um, No Man's Sky has been confirmed for PC yay um, Doom I must, I'm not saying I'm going to get Doom mm. um 
I like the fact that it's gone back to its roots because I always thought Doom 3 was a really shit game. Mm, I thought it was like flashlight and zombies. I was going to say, yeah, Doom 3, I got through most of it with the flashlight. Doom 3 had nothing to do with Doom. It was just, it was Doom, which was meant to be out of lots of monsters shooting and well, blowing Doom up. Yeah, they tried to give it a story. Really a, yeah, story. It was yeah. Doom 1. Story fleshed yeah, out and turned but into really a game badly, that didn't work. really badly done because it wasn't. Doom is better when it is just an insane marine. I didn't think it was based too on bad, the comic. Rip and tear. There, are, there are two things with me saying that Doom Three wasn't a bad game. Well, it's not One, a bad game by any means. There was a mod called LMS Last Man Standing. Yeah. Last Man, I think you'd you'd see yeah, me play that in one, college. Yeah. Um, that basically turned Doom 3 into more of an arena shooter survival yeah, game right. so that like, you'd get waves and waves of enemies you'd have to fight through the waves job done it also turned the original Doom 3 campaign into a co-op game so I actually played through Doom 3 as a uh, co-op shooter I liked that being fun Troll Doom was that it was just you, you marched your way through the levels very slowly because you couldn't really run or move faster than the face. You sort of clonked your way through very slowly. You walk through, it's like, there'll be a demon spawn there, there, and there, and there. You walk a few steps. Oh, they're spawned exactly where I thought they were going to. Mm. It's like, this is boring. Isn't the, it uh, was boring. The that was the real worst thing. Doom more or less serious, Sam. That's kind of more yeah. along the lines of what Doom... They, they did the same kind of thing that they did with Doom 3 with Quake, though, didn't they, when they released the, uh, the newer oh, Quake yeah. game. And I was just like... Why do you keep doing this? I don't need all this fluff yeah. stories. They just it's wanted great. to make cinematic adventures for casual gamers that don't really play video it's, games. It's the equivalent of when they take a, like a, a little board game and turn it into a film, like the Battleships <laughs> film. Yeah. Or the, Clu- or the Cluedo's film. So like, to be fair, Cluedo is a brilliant film. <laughs> Tim Curry is the master. <laughs> but it's like, you know, realistically, let's be honest, they're not designed to be a story first. I had no problem with, say, Doom 3 and Quake. Was it 4? Yeah, it was great yeah, for um, I had no problem with those games once you cut out the fluff. Like, yeah, oh no, look, it's been turned into shit. And then you then you give me a gun and I run through and kill people. Great. But then as soon as you start trying to tie that story back, and I'm like, yeah, 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 just get past that. Yeah, like, give me trouble. the gun and I'll go kill people again. Because trouble is, the, the atmosphere of the crates doesn't lend itself to story because there's a little blurb they've written. You can't flash it out. Mm. So that's what you but the new Doom it's basically back to the old school days where it's like mm. everything's so gory. I mean, have you yeah. watched the game? Yeah, the limbs do? blow off yeah. and stuff like that. Where so. he get he gets he like this bitch where like he gets a demon, he puts his hands in its eye socket and rips its head open. There's mm. a chainsaw he cut the chainsaw literally cuts through him properly. It's really, it's I mean it's all game I think you play for half an hour. You yeah, you'll probably get tired of a lot of the exercises. It's one of those games you play in short bursts, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a short burst game. I wouldn't buy it full price, I'd probably buy it when it's gone cheap. Mm. But it would be like See because I'd always rank Doom alongside arcade games. It's got that same sort yeah. of playability, isn't yeah. it? Uh next on my list, XCOM two. Mm. Yay, XCOM two. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to this. Side difference, so basically in all the XCOM games, if you play a lot of XCOM, there'll be several sort of missions where or campaigns where at some point you lose. You know, you get, the people start funding you, you the aliens evade, basically you lose. Doomed f- uh, Doom 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 XCOM two XCOM two is set basically with what happens after the aliens win. So all the ones you've lost in, X that's like XCOM two is the follow up. So it's at twenty years after XCOM the aliens have fully took over the control of the planet, and basically, you're now almost like the invaders. You're basically a, a rebel group trying to fight your way through and take the Earth back. So it's a, it's a lot more, everybody's a bit more ragtag. So your armies, your units can be a lot more, they're not like strict military dudes, they're a lot more flexible in the way they look and stuff. So there's more personality in them in many ways. 
analyse better the air which would walk itself through a hazard, whereas the uh, Nautilus Comet would. Minefield! Gas! Yes, gas, gas. <laughs> if something else would explode with gas, and if you told them to walk it, they wouldn't walk around it, they'd walk through it and poison themselves. I need you to go that way. Oh, gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so they've improved that. They don't even try and hold their bloody breath. So the gas <laughs> yeah. is only that, like a square long. It just goes through and hold your nose. Um, the, um, also, the, all the levels are procedure generated. Which the I didn't, real, I didn't realise that XCOM Noise wasn't, but apparently they weren't. They were pre-made. All those are now procedure generated. Looks really cool. Um, there's also Soma. Soma is the new game from the devs of Amnesia. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Amnesia meets Bioshock. It's an underwater city, and I think you can fight robots from what I've gathered. Death X Mankind Divided. Saw a 25-minute gameplay tra- video of it. it. Looked really interesting. Okay. Post the trailer focused a lot on the action side of it because they said that they felt stealth was done really well, but action was a letdown. So they spent a lot of time keeping the stealth as it is, adding a few bits to it, but they're focusing on the action side so it's a genuine choice to go through okay. rather than just sort of bullet sog. Um, not so sure about something that they seem to have gone a little bit crazy with the augments whereas in the previous one the augments all sort of made sense apart from the um, typhoon one where you sort of explode everybody around you okay. um, but some of the augments here in this one don't quite make sense they just sort of seem to be breaking the immersion a little bit so I'm a little bit concerned but overall it looks beautiful it looks like a really good game um, and the final one the one I'm probably most looking forward to is Fallout 4 yeah I'm looking forward to that one yeah too, Fallout 4 um they gave a half-hour presentation of it. it. Looked awesome. The facial, the, the character creator was amazing. Yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> the character creator, literally, you see it. Whereas before, you know, you have sliders on all the skirts. You actually get a brush and actually brush him on the face directly. Because mm. um, yeah, I actually did watch the E3 one for Fallout. 4. Do you know the game yeah, that I have always thought was had the really best character creator? There's a game on the PS3 called Dragon's Dogma. The character creator in that game is so in depth. It's just. I think, I think more games need character creators that are that in depth mm, this is pretty in depth what they show I also like how it sets up the character creation where you're going into the into the bathroom to yeah. go in your waist behind you and if you want to play as a female you just switch places like, yeah you do you, 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 you cool. do it in the mirror don't you yeah. um, it's set it's interesting cause I, now I thought they missed a trick here because the basic story is you start as a person who um, you are before the war happens you then get going to it so your little intro bit is the pre-war stuff you then go into a vault, and then something happens, and then you merge from the vault 200 years later, so presumably you're on some choir status. I think they missed a trick there. I think it would have been interesting to set a Fallout game, say, 10 or f- 10, 5, 10 years after the war, so you merge into a world that's a lot more devastated, because it's not a time to recover. I think that would be an interesting premise to go down. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Or even one that's set quite heavily before the war. That would be quite interesting. But I think just after would be an interesting one. But they, they, it's still saying that 200 years later, which is what awful, like goes roughly 200 years after the war. Mm. Um, key differences, fully voice acted, your character's fully voice acted. Yeah, I, I found that kind of strange, but I also kind of like it. Mm. Yeah. But I find his facial animation creepy. Yeah. I found it a bit creepy. It made me think of Eleanor. Yeah. Yeah, it's all yeah. Felt, it, felt a bit, it felt a bit weird, a bit creepy. But yeah, it's voice acted. But the big sort of key features, and again, you don't have to do this, it's not a vital game, is you can now build settlements. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's one yeah. of the biggest things I'm looking forward to. Yeah. You basically can put, you get, you have to scavenge stuff from the wasteland, you then build buildings, 
build the defences, you have the defences, you can like, as you get bigger, you get traders coming to it. You can actually build several servers, you can get traders going between them. Mm. So basically, you can sort of take out the race. I think that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to when modding comes into yes. it as well. Because oh, that would be gonna, cool. I mean, especially considering it's got all the uh, um, pre-war stuff mm. there. That people can start making stuff exactly. using that stuff. I can imagine all the mods that can be released where people are building sex dungeons. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Build, I'm looking forward to. There's actually it. one on Skyrim already. You know, the Skyrim mods are porn based. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward you to know, weather. Look up based. Skyrim mods. The first thing you will see is a picture of like some like woman that they've made perfect, the perfect waifu on Skyrim. It's just what they use it for. Mm. I'm looking forward to building Nictopia, and. It's just going to be where everybody has Nick's face. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the law. Um, I think it's going to be. I just think it's going to be absolutely. I just. I kept watching. Thing. No, you haven't put that in there. It looked pretty awesome. Yeah, so. I mean, I was properly. So when you build your settlements, you can get people join them and stuff. And yeah, there's a tower game in there as well, isn't there, or something like sort that. Sort of, but it's interesting because you have to like supply power for everything. So you could be. You can actually like set computers up to control your turrets, and you can like mm. sort of hit button and set shit down on the turrets somewhere, switch them on elsewhere. You can program them all. It's really interesting. Peter Mulder didn't work in this game most <laughs> No, because it actually all happened. Yeah. <laughs> this game's actually coming. Yeah, this game's November. And it's coming, yeah, it's coming really soon yeah. as well. So they've released or announced a Pitbull edition. Oh, yeah. Pit right, now... No, hang on, I thought they cancelled that. Have they cancelled it? They yeah, announced they said they... there'll be no more Pitboy editions. Really? Yes, but I read that. But they uh, have said... That you'll be able yeah, to... Yeah, it's going to be an app. Basically, the Pip-Boy was just like an Android phone. On oh, the, for iOS on... and Android. Yeah. Well, the, the, the app is going to be on both, but like, yeah. the Pip-Boy is basically a cheap Android tablet and a wristband fluff. No, you put your own phone in it. Oh, okay, fair enough. You basically bought the... The Pip-Boy bought the actual unit, came with the unit, and then your phone fitted into it. So, the, But I like the idea of the app on your phone will actually link to the game. Yeah. So you'll actually be able to use... So have like all your inventory and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, everything you have on the game you have in your app, which I think would be cool, because you can have that set next to you and tap it away. So you go, I think that's quite a neat idea. Yeah, so that's why I wanted to you know what, what Did you see what that dude did? He sent in a, um, Bethesda, caps, yeah. the whole thing of bottle caps, and said, look, I'm just using this to purchase my pre-order. And they actually said, yeah, we're going to let him pre-order the game, because he sent them, what was it, like 2,000 bottle caps? Something like that. Banks, but I mean, they're the exchange of bottle, the bottle caps. caps. <laughs> but they said as he was the first guy to do it, they'll let him... Do yeah, it because yeah. they thought it was neat. As I was now I know the exchange of bottle caps. I'll remember when I play the game. Yeah, <laughs> two thousand bottle caps is fifty quid. There you no, go. I think I'm really, as I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be an absolute He's awesome game. Really, No, I think it's gonna be an awesome game. So yeah, can't wait till November comes out. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna suck up all my time in this game. Yeah. Oh yeah, hours and hours and hours of my life I can see disappearing now building settlements especially mm. considering uh, making most improved yeah. Skyrim uh, engine, engine yeah so. engine yeah oh another interesting neat little feature is that they've recorded about two 200 different names common names so you, they so when you, they name. talk to you they'll actually say if, you, if you're if you one of the common names they'll actually say your name I have a common name spelled differently but it's still <laughs> pronounced the same way yeah so they won't have Nick in it no I, one has um, Nick in it one of the NHL games do that years ago. Yeah, they yeah. tried it. Yeah. They had because I remember like my, my name of my character and then having the the, the commentator call out his name. I was like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Well, like, didn't expect yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that for with us as well. I actually what they end up doing so to do it, they'll just get every character voiced by Siri. I think it's him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no thoughts that. So that's all my pick of they are my pick of E three. So. 
That means, fine. Oh, one other thing I just put on here. I just realised I just put on the notes. Um, did anyone see the Elder Scrolls have gone, people have gone completely mad? No. They, they've made a, te- a card-based trading oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, we saw What yeah, a piece of, of shit what that was looks. It? I, I haven't seen it, I've just heard about so it. So it's yeah. basically the Elder Scrolls answer to... Pokemon cards. No. Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they have this really over-the-top trailer for it's like are you going to be a hero no you're collecting cards you'll never be a hero collecting cards I bet cards. Well, you can you'd be Geralt of Rivia and collecting <laughs> cards and playing them in The Witcher 3 oh, I just thought what a stupid thing that's uh, what all my conquests in The Witcher 3 went based I've got almost every single card in that game now my, it just looks ridiculous to think that most of my time Geralt's mission is to go save Siri but really I've just been playing cards save Siri yeah <laughs> Does he say Siri, thank you? Siri is actually the name of the girl that you. Please tell me he says she says thank you to in a very poor generated voice. <laughs> he does, but you've got to go. Can, you, Siri. can you ask to set appointments for you? And I spent all my time playing cards. Because <laughs> when she's like, "Surrogate Dad, where have you been?" It's like I've just been playing coin cards. You know, I've just been playing this child's card game with <laughs> other grown men and beating them. You know, it's like and then beheading them. There we are. Right, scars. Hmm. This is true. We write all this stuff in the notes about two weeks in advance and everybody forgets about like, them. What do you mean you want me to talk about stuff like that? Oh, right, yeah, so... And then you sound so disappointed. Like, oh, right, yeah, oh, yeah cause I, I remember did, that I actually have to talk about stuff like this. Why well, no, it's like every that? time I look at this, I'm like, why the fuck do I have to talk about more fluff? When I first saw the show notes, I was like, shit, I'm going to be talking the entire podcast. Thankfully, I've managed to palm out half of that to you guys, but... Okay, this is never going to happen, so don't get your hopes up. I've been playing with capture cards again. You know, technology and reasons and stuff to see how games work when you capture... Look, every Muppet and their fucking dog now owns a capture card and these little five-year-olds are going out making Let's Plays and videos like that. I don't need to do that, but I could if I want to because I've got more capture cards. My collection has grown by two. What have you got then? Um, well, there's Chloe by two. You must have two new ones. Yeah, but I don't need to go into that. The the newest one, Why the one that I'm kind the of donuts? you want even the one that I'm gushing about is the kind of follow up to the Elgato Game Capture HD, which was like it was considered one of the better, more reliable cards uh, of like the last three or four years. Right. Now the whole 1080 60p thing is something that people are kind of dribbling over. I wanted to check out um, Elgato's newest version because Elgato have got this neat thing where their software works for a fucking start. It's cross-platform. So if you're on a Mac, you get all the same features as the PC uses. Near enough bang on the same time. Unless if you are like Avermedia, you'll say, well, you can capture, but you can't stream. You know, even though it's designed to stream or whatever. So... They drop the ball on that one, usually recording in a shitty format. Elgato have got this really neat thing where if you tell it to stream, it will stream in a pretty pretty decent quality, and you've got, you know, basics of streaming, face cam, spastic graphics, all that shiny stuff. So um, actually, is what it says in the box. Yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> but once upon a time, if you then hit capture, it would say, well, hang on, we can only capture at the same bitrate that you're streaming at. These days, they've kind of got around that, even with the original card, they've said, well, fuck it. We can actually use the extra processing power that you've got on your rig these days to actually raw cap the um, gameplay and in separate fucking files. So, like, I can have my gameplay being captured at uh, 1080p, 1080 60 frames a second. I can then tell it to mix in my microphone 
as a separate track of audio, so I can cut it out completely if I want to. I can tell it to record my webcam as well, put that in a certain place on a video, yeah. but also save it as a separate track along with my microphone. So if I decide later on I don't want my web camera in the video, I can cut it out. So the live stream can have my webcam, you know, my microphone and all that kind of stuff. But if I say, well, I'll do a review, but I don't want my fucking hideous face plastered over the top of it, well, it's already lined it all up near enough. Sometimes maybe a few frames out. You just kind of adjust it here and there. Um, but I can cut my webcam out if I want to. What would you want to do it. that? Put your fake tits on a wig, get your Patreon thing open at the Bam, side? There you go, I'm a millionaire. Same with my microphone. If I don't want my microphone on there, I can completely take it out and then use the footage for a review with actual gameplay cool. you know, audio in it. So, for example, if there's a cutscene and I'm an asshole and I talk over it, well, I can cut that out for the review and say, oh, look, he said something funny, cut the footage. Rather than it being, he said something funny, cut to the footage, and there's me going, fuck you, fang, over the top of the footage. So, um, I just thought that was really neat. The capture card so far seems solid. It's pretty reliable. Feature set is there. Quality is there. Um, In comparison to Avermedia's 1080 60p device, they've got two of them. One of them is pretty cool because it has zero input delay, but the quality... A lot of the qualities there, a lot of people were complaining about it in early releases, and the new one they've got has a completely new piece of software that doesn't fucking work. So, at this point, Elgato has retaken the lead for best all-round capture card. I think it's pretty neat. I bought it relatively cheap. Um, Probably one of my favourite capture cards to date. So, this is Scars Recommends? Yes, the Elgato Game Capture HD60. New feature on channel, Scars Recommends? Yeah, for sure. If, if If you're serious about... LP in live streaming with consoles. I like how he said yes with surprise in his voice. He actually likes something. Well, no, I, I was surprised because when I tried their live streaming stuff and their capture stuff before, it was very early in development. Yeah. And it was really kind of shite. Elgato had always been reliable, but out of nowhere, it just started to fall off the planet. And then I left it for a couple of months, oh. went to test out other brands. Went to check it out again, and I was like, oh, fuck me, they've done it right. And they've done it really goddamn well. So, yeah. All in, if you want something that's like totally reliable, Elgato all the way. Nice one. That sounds good. Yep. Right. Other news. Other news. Now, the other news this week, from me at least, a big thing that's happened on Steam recently... Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, God. Tailored to be one of the biggest games of the year. The Arkham series is very popular um, across all formats. Um, Arkham Origins, maybe not so much, because it wasn't made by Rocksteady's A team. It was made by the B team, and it was kind of crap in comparison to the other Arkham games. Arkham Origins, when it launched on PC, had a few hiccups. It didn't launch as well as it did on the consoles because it was ported. The PC port was outsourced to a company called Iron Galaxy. I looked up those guys and they mostly did mobile games. Yeah, and they've done. They did the Vita version of. Uh, oh god, they've I, done. They've done a few. How bad Borderlands. They've done the Vita version of Borderlands. They did a few full titles, did they not? Yeah, they, they did. Really uh, they did the the PC version of Dungeons of Mystara, the the D and D beat 'em up game. They they took the arcade game and put put it on Steam, quite poorly, I might add. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, it's okay. It's playable, but it's not as good as it could have been. 
Um, they're as bad as Dot Emu for that, who did ported Metal Slug, but not quite so well. Um, but yeah, they ballsed up the Origins port. It took ages to fix, apparently. I don't know, because I didn't get Origins when it first came out. But this is what I've heard on the grapevine. <laughs> Warner Brothers. Sorry, <laughs> Warner Brothers being the, uh, the clever chaps that they are, wanting to save a little bit of money, rather than having Rocksteady do the PC port in-house, which would have been the sensible decision, decided to get Iron Galaxy to do it again. And it's ballsed up big time. Um... If you have an AMD card, good luck running the game. Ain't going to happen. Really? Got, I know some people have managed to get it going now. They but. must have really good PCs with really good like top-end cards. Let's put it that way. NVIDIA is slightly better. The game is basically tied in with um, the newest NVIDIA card to the point that you can, if you buy the NVIDIA Titan card, you get Arkham Knight with it. It's where it's when they paid um, off asleep. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... If you have that card, you, you might be alright, but even then, people who can get it running have been saying that they've been getting awful frame drops. The game is locked to 30 FPS, which people were expecting 60 FPS. On PC? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just not been... There's been sound drops and stuttering and all sorts of problems. PC I, Gaming Master Race has got a case of console ass. They have. Yeah. I can't even get the damn thing to run. Before, right, before I could update the drivers, I did get it to run, and it actually ran smoothly. And I was impressed with what I saw, because you play through a beginning bit, you're not Batman. You're in, like, a first-person bit. You're in a cafe. And I thought it was a cutscene. And I was like, shit, I can move. And moved around. I was like, this is amazing. This looks really good. Did the first bit, and then as soon as I went to a loading screen, the game completely crashed. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? Logged out, tried to go back in, the game crashed instantly. I'm like, what's going on? Read, read the little bit in the updates that said you might need to update your AMD drivers without having a few hiccups with AMD users. Updated the drivers, wouldn't start at all after that. So I was like, okay, something's gone dreadfully wrong. Over the, the went, sort of went to work the next day. Um, when I came back from work, so I'll check, see if I can write this up and running. Check the Steam store page. Reviews overly negative. Okay, that's rare for a AAA game to have overly negative reviews on Steam. Looking through the reviews, everyone's having the same problem. Mm. Nobody can get the game running. This was four or five days ago now. Still no working Didn't thing. they pull it off Steam? They have. They've taken have, it. Yeah. They have pulled the game off Steam. You can no longer purchase the game on Steam. They're saying it's going to go back up when the problem is fixed. It's still not fixed. It's okay. nearly a week since. Didn't they also pull like limited editions of the game at one point? Like there, there were different versions of the game coming out. Look, but Batmobile. Yes, yeah, the Batmobile. They, like, no, they could yeah, They balls up making the Batmobile thing. The Batmobile thing didn't come out like they'd imagined. So now you can't get the Batmobile edition of the game. The game is also ridiculously priced. I, I couldn't get a refund because I bought it off CD keys. For 25 quid with all the DLC, which is amazing considering the game normally costs about 75 quid with all the DLC. I was going to say, wasn't so, that the game when announced? They announced the DLC with it. Yeah. Get fucked. <laughs> and some of that DLC is exclusive as well. There's lots of PS4 exclusive DLC. It's like, yeah, it's stupid. This is Warner Brothers for you. This is what Warner, I, I don't blame Rocksteady, the developer, who are a good developer. Um, it's more down to the publisher, as usual. And Warner Brothers has basically been greedy... And just not really given the time or care that the game actually needs. Apparently the console versions are working alright. Still a few hiccups on them. But yeah, nothing compared to what the PC is currently going through. Um, I'm quite shocked. I've never seen a AAA game that has fallen that hard. 
where it's got overwhelmingly negative reviews on Steam. That doesn't happen very often. So they really dropped the ball there, especially as this is... Well, the Arkham series is one of the biggest series in games now, isn't it? So, yeah, pretty much one of the biggest series going, one of the most highly anticipated games of the year. I mean, could you imagine if that happened with Fallout 4? It would be crazy, wouldn't it? The amount of yeah. people that are, that are hoped for that game. So to do that with a game that's Don't that... Don't jinx it. That desire. <laughs> I, to be honest, I can't see it happening. Um but first it wouldn't release a buggy game, never. <laughs> or, an or an unfinished one. Or, you know, instead of patching it, release DLC to fix the problem. Good job, guys. I still remember that. You bastards. <coughs> but I don't think anything could ever top this now. This will be... And I think, in a way, Rockstar did probably count in their lucky stars that this is the last Arkham game. Because every Arkham game after this would have... That associated with it. This this is now not. It's not going to do Warner Brothers any favors. You're saying they basically killed the series in a way. Yeah, I mean, if, the, if there was if there were plans for more, they've basically they'd have basically killed it with it for the PC at least. I've, console gamers seem quite happy with what they've got at the moment, but for the PC gamers, it probably wouldn't. You know, it'll, well, it'll be well remembered now. You check Steam, you're always going to see that overly negative review thing. PC gamers cry over everything. They do, to, so, to be fair to say. Even if extent. something's good, PC gamers cry over um, it. I've never really been. Or a balancing console and PC. I've never been one of these people. I'd, I'd like 60 FPS, I don't care. If the game runs in 60 FPS, that's fine. If it doesn't, that's also fine. I'm not really too bothered. I don't need my game to be graphically perfect. I don't need any of that. I just need my game to work. <laughs> it's like, if the game doesn't work... Wrong platform! It just, you know... If, if you want game... it to work, you're on the wrong platform. Well, no, I mean, a lot of the games I've gotten to If you want to mod it, work. you're on the yeah. right platform. Yeah, I mean, I've, like, like I was saying to you, I'm going to pick up a PS4 soon. My, for, for me, the bonus has always been balancing PC and Sony consoles. Mm. I, I broke that to get the Wii, and I've reg- I regret the, it ever since. The, the best combo this gen, I think, is PC. You have to have a PC. You just have to. Yeah. Um... PS4, Wii U, you've got the all-round package. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Xbox Xbox One's got some neat stuff on it, but not enough neat stuff on it. Best combo for me, get a PC. I'd say the only only reason to have the Wii U, really, is Splatoon, though, isn't it? There's not much else outside of that, unless you've got kids. In which Mm. case, if you've got kids, the Wii U is a good console to have. But outside of saying, yeah, I... I can't see yeah, anything. I'm all about 3DS and yeah, PC. yeah. That's 3D, my I, I have to admit, 3DS doesn't. Oh, I'm getting rid of mine. It doesn't appeal to me that much at all, really. But I can see the appeal of it because it has certain games that people do really go for. For um, me, like I say, primarily it's Pokemon. Pokemon, very yeah. much a Pokemon. Thing. Again, again, Nintendo need to realise that focusing on series like that is a good thing. I don't really understand the focus behind Mario and things like this because I don't. Kids, I guess, yeah. Um, if they make a Mario game, it's going to sell. Yeah. They know it's, um, so it, Mario's going to be around forever. Yeah. Oh, unless, definitely. unless they Sonic Boom it. <laughs> oh. I have to admit, I'm not really a fan of mascot characters outside of Mega Man. He's the only mascot character I really like. Can we stop with the new Super Mario Brothers yeah. thing, please? It's not new, it's last year's game and, and the year before that. It's the same, just stop. It's enough. It's not new anymore. It's new back then, which was kind of the same as the NES game, but prettier. You shouldn't have really added in new. Stop putting new in front of things. <laughs> what was with the year of Luigi as well? That was weird. Luigi's awesome, that's why. 
Luigi's out of swap. Whenever That's you why. get a chance to choose to play as Luigi, I always play as Luigi. I think Fuck Mario, for the year of Luigi, they should have gone to John Leguizamo's house because he was Luigi <laughs> in the films and followed his life and the fall of John Leguizamo for the, the year of Luigi. I think that would have been amazing. The year of Leguizamo. If that's how you pronounce his name, I don't know. But I always yeah. pronounce it as Legismo. Legismo, yeah, <laughs> like a French version of Gremlins. <laughs> Legismo. Uh, no, I, I actually said I actually like the old uh, Mario film, and a lot of people hate the on it. The old Mario film it, like is, it. is awful. <laughs> I like it's, it it's, it's one of those examples of it's so bad it's good. Yeah, yeah. So there's like, so much cheese as a childhood favourite. <laughs> and the fact that they cast um, as. Uh, Cooper, I can't think of the Dennis dude's Ho- name. Dennis Hopper. That's the one, Dennis Hopper, yeah. Like, such, such a villainous... Like, well, he always plays villains. And to have him in that role is just it's quite crazy, really. That was a weird film. Best part of that entire brilliant. film? The Bobong. That's it. <laughs> no, the, the, best part, the best part is, is Iggy and... Um, oh, I can't think of the other dude's name. Oh. They were like the henchmen, weren't they? But yeah. They were named after two of the Cooper kids. Yeah, they were the best part of that film. Yeah, I like when they get their intelligence. Yeah. They, became, they became so much better characters. <laughs> they start planning to overthrow Cooper, don't they? Because <laughs> yeah. they become intelligent. And then Toad was a busker. Like, yeah, I mean, what the hell is that about? Weird film. And they, they they could have at least made him have like spotted hair when he you know or something. But it was yeah, spirally, yeah. <laughs> Very odd film. Wow. Right on to flashback. Um, last. Month I mentioned about a village in Wales that didn't get electricity till quite late on. The village was Abergavenny in Grenid, and it got electricity in two thousand and eight. Mains electricity. They had had generators before then. They were, I, I saw a vision of them saw living on candles and saw. Sort of, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and saw sort of like we have magic box and telling you know, the show's picture for the real people. <laughs> real people. What? <laughs> um, but no, they got it in two thousand and eight. And we just we were, we are having a little reminisce about the old um, dialogue series. How many just, fingers did they have between them? These people in this town. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. There's a bit of an intro enough, there. Uh, <laughs> enough to um, switch the lights on. <laughs> um, um, so they got caught that many times. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> Ten times you might as well have had your hand. Yeah. Don't um, get caught again. <laughs> um, to be fair, if you've done it ten times, you should really get another line of work because you're clearly not very good at it. Anyway, free surf. We discussed... Um, oh, yeah, turning into Wannadu. Yeah, it ter- it, well, I thought it turned to Origin, you thought it turned to Wannadu. It turns out we're both correct. It became Wannadu in 2004 and then became Orange in 2006. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It never was Tiscali. Tiscali no, Tiscali was talk. Went talk. to talk, talk in 2009, which explains <coughs> how why it's so shit. Garbage. Right, so... They banned me, for fuck's sake. Oh, bless. They said I couldn't use dial-up anymore. Bastards! <laughs> then again, so did BT. Then broadband became a thing. They let me on that. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> How long have they banned you on that? <laughs> well, surprisingly, they didn't. Although we did get a few warnings. So... <laughs> yeah, I was time to live with it. Stop downloading. Why? Why would I get broadband connection if I wasn't going to download <laughs> yeah. shit with it? Fools. <laughs> Strange that it's like I've got a farting connection on the do stuff with it. That's strange. I'm gonna chill out and just check out bulletin boards. That's it. Uh, right. Weird news. Now, for those of us who are new to the our uh, our version of so-called podcast, so-called, <laughs> so-called. <laughs> some people listen to it. 
Um, we over, I, I, it's just all we don't like count, by the way. No, we don't. <laughs> then I'd like hearted known as insane people rambling to the ether. Yeah. Uh, to end on a light hearted note, we always do, I pick weird news stories and we sort of try and make Luke's head explode. Yeah, that was the original plan to it, but just they have. Or upset they him really him. when it comes to students. We'll just uh, fucking students, you useless bastards. When you were a student. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not the point. I was a useless bastard back oh. then. Now back, back then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, an old man now. Shut the fuck up, Gramps. Quite you. <laughs> right, there's a bit of a diplomatic dispute between Switzerland and uh, Switzerland Embassy and Venezuela. There's a possible declaration of war going on. Whoa, Switzerland? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. They're being attacked by golf balls. <laughs> what? Was their embassy next to a golf course? Yeah, basically, uh, the spear has been. Has been well, Did the Swiss even have a concept of golf? I thought they were so neutral that anything that involved competition just went. Over no, their it wasn't a Swiss golf course. It was a Venezuelan golf course. And the spear has been has between Switzerland ambassador to Venezuela and a neighbouring elite golf club has 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 happened after a banner appeared on Duro residence warning that golf balls entering or killing one would would violate the Vienna Convention. The large placard, located on residence fence near the third of the of the Caras County Club's eighteen holes, begins by explaining that residence exists, its residence is considered Swiss territory. Launching balls into this residence is a danger to whoever's within Swiss territory and a violation of the Vienna Convention. If Maybe a golf ball might hit a brick on one of those walls, all that Nazi gold is buried. Possibly, <laughs> and a golf ball injured or kills anyone on Swiss soil. I'm I'm pretty sure death by golf ball is quite rare. <laughs> Ambassador, They're probably aiming for him now. Yeah. Ambassador Sabine Ullman. Ullman, that sounds like something that like an alien race would call a human, doesn't it? Ullman told Reuters she had nothing to say on the matter. Well, she's put a sign up. Her um, residence is located in the welfare of Carcass alongside the alongside official residence of many other European nations. Um, the country club is private. It's one of the, elite, the most elite hangouts. It's been derided. It was derided by Hugo Chavez, who hated it. <laughs> um, the various various variation of golf apparently have one it's a different version yeah. <laughs> so, so it's not it, quite golf so so it's it's there's a different version there's a Swiss version of golf <laughs> where no one wins yeah <laughs> well, no, the various version of golf said in a statement that it had read the sign with astonishment the, the federation has somehow managed to read it not a person <laughs> it has yeah, no one representing them man. we have no fear whatsoever that we are attacking Swiss territory should a golf ball land embassy premises the statement read it, is, it said the sign appeared to be a strange overreaction. Uh, in case you're wondering, the relevant article is Article 30 of 1961 Vienna of Diplomatic Relations states, private residents of two agents shall enjoy the same availability and protection as the premises of the mission. It's a fucking golf ball. I knew that golf was going to be the cause of some kind of war, but well, I didn't expect well, that to be a thing. Talking Great about... Talking isn't, about that, isn't that like in the Ten Commandments? They <laughs> shall not wear <laughs> shit-coloured trousers. <laughs> Talking about um, shall not be talking about sort of <laughs> overreactions of minor things, p- police in Norfolk. Oh Christ! Uh, they are they are basically complaining that new rules are forcing them police to record minor instances of violent crimes. Right. For example, a young child caught his sibling with a boxing glove. This was called actual bodily yeah. harm. What? A woman who threw a biscuit at a man, which left a small red mark, was also logged as actual bodily harm. <laughs> She assaulted me with a custard cream. <laughs> <laughs> Norfolk, yeah. Norfolk said so there's no discretion in such jaw-dropping cases 
following government changes to rate incidents should be logged. This has led to a 14% spike in crimes in Norfolk, 1% due to the change of rules. So, like, really hardcore violence in Norfolk. Yeah. The Norfolk Police and Crime Commissioner, Stephen Betts, said, You cannot make this up. I am sure people find the example that police are having to cause violent crime hard to speak to say these. I frankly couldn't believe what I was reading. Is any wonder we have a rising recorded violent crime in Norfolk? These type of incidents are to be long, logged. In another case, a child who brushed a stinging nettle across another arm was also charged as ABH. <laughs> and a child who rolled to a friend while he was performing a really was registered as assault. Wow, man. <laughs> Damn, I'm so glad I'm not a kid these days. Uh, offensive tech and lessons are no longer dealt with as non-crimes, adding 183 offences into the violent category since April. Uh, the homeless rules came into it in 2013. Um, basically... It's Kids on their texture, you are a cunt, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. That's it. Axman, right there, you little bastard, you're nicked. Seriously, come Hashtag on. Johnny is a poo head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Seriously, look, look I'm sorry, but the, boob, the boobs in blue were finally having to do some fucking work, though, as stupid as it is. Just. Can't even manage traffic, you fucking knob ends. It's another story. <laughs> Um, so you've been thrown up for trespassing in a restaurant. You go into the car park. Getting off a police on it. You go into the car park. What is the best way to start to protest what's happened? Um, well, apparently not wail on anyone with a biscuit. No, 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 that's illogical. What you do is you start dancing and start licking your toad. What? A man who's found looking to dancing alone in the street has been charged by cops for ignoring their trespass warning. How fucking wasted was he? He didn't sit to the first. No. Richard Mullins was. He's for a Manchester thing, come on. <laughs> Richard Mullins was in JJ's side out bar and grill Sunday morning wearing no shoes and he refused to offer an ID security who asked him outside. Why? I want to know what this bar and grill requires ID for. Well, Did, what, what time in the morning is this? Yeah. Uh, when he refused to leave, property police were called and the 41 reportedly began dancing in the parking lot. When Alf was arrived, he had picked up a toe and was licking it. That sounds great. <laughs> the police report said there was a blank look on his face but no pupil dilation suggesting he's only influenced with drugs. Margaret is dancing licking a toe might be a suggestion he's only influenced with drugs. He's just having a good time. <laughs> he was warned not to return to the bar, uh, the report said, adding, when he was dancing, he would walk right up to the property line and we pointed it out and then he would walk back. <laughs> Um, he's been charged with misdemeanor trespassing. He's currently being held in the Port County Jail of Head until June the 30th. Wait, so he's not getting charged with sexual assault on the side? No. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. That is. Killed oh, yeah. <laughs> Luke. Yep. You've recently achieved a new residence. Yes. Yep. Have I you stole had, it. Have you had any trouble with, with strange letters through the door? No. Right. Good. You're lucky. Uh, a dream house has become a nightmare for a New Jersey family whose home has been tied by someone who goes by the nickname The Watcher. What? <laughs> the couple, Derek and Marla Brodus, <laughs> have filed a lawsuit against the sellers after they start receiving terrifying extra packages. You can tell us in America. It's based on something that four residents were well aware of the spooky incidents before they sold it to them. That's probably what they flogged it to them. Yeah. Way. They bought the house for £25,000. £25,000. So, what are you complaining about? What kind of yeah. stuff is he posting? Just watch it. Right. Um, Derek and I said, recently recently have been receiving their sort of person who claims the home has been the subject of my family for decades. As Rose watching notes, a couple of children have also been told messages saying, I'm pleased to know your names now and the names of the young blood you have brought to me. And have they found out what's in the wars yet? 
Okay. Um, they had a send him one back. Bricks. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, a town council at the meeting, President the Mayor of Russell, Andy Scootsby, addressed the town, saying, Our policeman conducted an extensive, exhaustive investigation based on the factual sent and evidence available, and that there has been no charges filed. Uh, the letters are classified as disorderly persons' crime according to reports. Other messages sent by the watcher include the following. My grandfather watched House in the 1920s. My father watched it in the 1960s. It's now my time. I asked the woods to bring me young blood. Will the young bloods play in the basement? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. <laughs> It'll help me to know who's which bedroom that I can plan better. <laughs> <laughs> the house cries past and what used to be time when I roamed its halls. Uh, apparently lawsuits is dated they're suing people because they're saying they knew about this and didn't tell them. That's to be fair, it's not something that normally comes up on a survey. Cool, we need to keep that one up. If they find who this watcher is, it'll be interesting. Yeah, hopefully they will. Right. They'll never find me. (laughs) (laughs) What were we talking about doing that? (laughs) Well, nothing really, but (laughs) keep going, it's fine. Now, we've always said I'm arachnophobic. Are any of you guys arachnophobic? No. Okay, you're safe then. You're fine to go to Mangrida in Australia. Because 25,000 Venice spice descended upon the town. It's Australia. It's full of things designed exclusively to well, kill you. Uh, the town found 300 miles east of Darwin. It's crawling with eight-legged freaks. That's a bit cruel. Yeah. Freaks. Eight-legged creatures. Uh, I acknowledge Dr. Robert Raven. I was going to say, I thought you were talking about the residents of the town. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure>. sure. <laughs> Dr. Robert Raven, how thinks the town hostile tale could be valuable to medical research. Normally I find two or three hundred spies in one spot, he said. Presumably something is missing that would hammer them out or there's something good, like a food source. It's one of the biggest signs be able to say, I don't know. Fortunately for the town, the, the spies are not venomous to kill humans, only maim them. <laughs> one of the no traditional... big deal. You'll be fine. Right, okay, so this, this is their harmless nature. One of the traditional owners, traditional owners, I don't get what the traditional owner bit is for. One of the owners was bitten in Eastern Australia and had six to eight hours of vomiting. So pretty harmless. So just imagine you get bit by several thousand of <laughs> the spy expert did suggest that after party spy. <laughs> yeah. The spy expert did suggest that bites of the beast could be painful and do damage beyond the venom. He concludes they are not shallow bites, long fangs can potentially do damage from ripping tissue. They've not been officially named, but they've been dubbed diving tarantulas after they're to create air bubbles to survive underwater. Now he's also been interested in these spiders, so he's looking for somebody to go and do research for him. Rather than him going himself. You pussy. When asked why he couldn't do it, he said, I need someone young can take over. You need to be able to run. <laughs> <laughs> he did this I can't from, do it, I'm arachnophobic. He did this was running from buffaloes and pigs, but we know the truth. Maybe we could get this watcher a job here. That's something to do then. Keep nine of them spiders for us, mate. No, <laughs> stop sending poison pen letters. They don't respond well to them. We know we have issue at the moment with people running off to join ISIS. Young people, especially. We do? We okay. do, yeah. Some people are running off to join ISIS, and I have to, to say. To be fair, they have a good dental plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically become like the Boy Scouts now, has it? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> all, what does it do to get your woggle? <laughs> <laughs> all the circus, also, all the circus run off to join the circus, run off to join ISIS. You know, it's a similar thing, really. Um, basically, we've had. We've had you know you're going to get circus folk now messaging us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what have I done today to get it to him? Oh, make fun of Infidel. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, basically, we've lost another, another normal person who's gone to join ISIS. Do you know why? 
No. The Nebraska Humane Society took his cat. <laughs> Do you know why he took his cat? Because it was planned to join us. <laughs> no. <laughs> because he was throwing it up in the air and letting it drop. I call that gravity. <laughs> um, the unmarried man misses Moggy so much he called society and told stuff he intended to kill. So he's pretty good joining us, he's saying, because like most people are that, he's got no grasp on pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He basically rather decided and said he intended to kill every motherfucker there and had plans to gun them all down. Following that, he threatened to join Tosca ISIS to bring down AHS and his employees. I'm sure ISIS has got better things to worry about than the Bashna Humane Society's employees. Um, a, oh, judge, a judge has voted to pre order against the man banning him from harassing his staff. Last week, he was charged with terrorist threats and failed to go down five years in prison. Bless him. His bail has been set at 25,000 had to pay 2,500 to be released from jail. He also makes a trial of animal cruelty. <laughs> Either you, any of you stay in a travel lodge? Yeah. Good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, the hotel has recently released some of the weird requests they are given by guests. Because basically guests can put requests. <laughs> 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 they're, all, they're all from one person called Kev. I don't know if that's any connection here. Um, so I'm not dildos. I don't get it really. <laughs> I like the way they smell. I thought it was a condom on a fire. Okay. <laughs> did we ever take that condom down or did we leave it? No, I think they're all left it there. <laughs> this, just a little, just a little um, size. You want to know some of the things they found in the hotel rooms after? Go on. Condoms well, on fire. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> Key, deeds to a £2 million house. Keys to Maserati. How a person got home. Did they find my Xbox? Possibly. <laughs> the original wand used by Harry Potter. Which, what? No, no, it's even used by Daniel Radcliffe because Harry Potter doesn't exist. <laughs> A script for a well on TV soap opera. A, no, a life-size Dalek. How do you miss that? How do you forget to take your life-size Dalek home? Uh, ah, maybe he didn't. Maybe he was exterminated. Possibly. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> this one. A full-scale Santa's grotto complete with a tree and a reindeer. What? How the hell did they fit it? <laughs> Oh, I was hoping it's a real reindeer. I was waiting for the, like, the, the, the staff. The Just getting Christmas happening, Dalek. It ties in nicely. Yeah. So, here's some of the questions they have been asked for. How many stars in the sky tonight? <laughs> okay. Well, can, I, yeah. <laughs> can I cross the runway to catch my plane? Uh, well, you can try, mate. You just try, let me yeah. get my camera set up. That's a been here. Are your children playing in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> Can you call Winter Castle and find out the Queen is in, please? Uh. <laughs> this one's a good one. Can you give me instructions how to use the taps in the bathroom? <laughs> Can I borrow your suit as I have a big job interview and I've left mine at home? Wow. <laughs> I thought that was quite reasonable. Yeah. Can I practice my board presentation in Mandarin to the hotel team? Oh, they're not going to give constructive criticism, are they? Odds are. Um, can you do my son's maths homework? <laughs> do you have any rooms I can clean I like to clean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they can give them an application for. Um, can you please take minutes doing a conference score I have to do my US team at midnight? <laughs> uh, can you get our kids up so we can have a lion? <laughs> <laughs> That's reasonable. That is reasonable. Fucking kids. <laughs> who wants who hates kids? We all do. Um, <laughs> and that is weird news. So it is. I think that's a reasonably successful podcast. Entertaining. That is. Well, thank you to our guests for appearing. 
That's right. So well, we had a fucking choice, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, we did. We just could've... turned up. We did. Coming we through yeah. the door. We just sat in the room and ignored his existence. We could have locked him in his We could locked him in his house outside. Well, let's be fair, I didn't let a single one of this lot in today. Well, <laughs> I was chilling out, you know, having a surprise barbecue. You have yeah, problems. We come to the door, not on the door, no answer. Not on the door, no answer. Not the door, no answer. So, I open the door very quiet, opens very slowly, and there's no one about. I start with this, and we better go in. I say, look, it's time of horror film. I'm walking in. He stays behind outside the door. <laughs> Murder weapon. Expecting me to get a problem on the back of the head I with a shovel. I said, it's clubbed in the head, I'll be Nick, so it's fine. <laughs> And what do you do? Run away or would you come and help? No, I was just disappointed that we found them there perfectly fine. I was <laughs> expecting something exciting to happen. <laughs> I did so. Oh, it was just a barbecue. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. what, you, what more do you want? <laughs> I mean, I must admit, it would have been quite interesting to find, like, sort of a bludgeoned body in the, the kitchen. Typically, it wasn't any of Luke's family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where they come from? And you walk through it in the back and we're all covered in blood, so don't worry about it. I'll sort that out later. <laughs> like, seriously, I told them it's not coming around. <laughs> Can you help me get into the bin, please? <laughs> stop knocking on my door. And stop phoning me. Watch so, out. Piss off. Uh, so where can you find us? You can find us on randnerds.com. You can email us comments at randnerds.com. You've got us on YouTube, which you're watching, possibly not, at randnerds. It's not that you're listening to Google, the audio feed and you have no idea what you're talking Google about. Google Plus, Plus Nerds, Facebook Nerds, and we've got a Steam Group Nerds. So for me, the Suffolk Ram. For me, the Bard. Me chalky. <laughs> Scazius. Thank you very much for watching and see you in a fortnight. All good, and then maybe next time we should probably remember to look at the chat. Just stare you all out. Anything exciting? Let's see. <laughs> uh. Who's that chalky? He's now sexy. <laughs> <laughs> see, bless him. You guys can have my address, I'm not that hard to find. <laughs> and yes, we force everyone to do everything and watch. To be the fair, they can't actually hear what you're saying, to be fair. Oh, you can, believe it or not. Oh. Look at my face, it's right in the camera. That's terrifying. It is, look at that shiny fucking forehead. You look. It's a live action Scooby Doo, isn't it? (laughs) So, is there nothing exciting in the comments? Oh, there's loads of exciting stuff. That's what he's You are sexy, dude. See, there you go. I'm happy now, I can sleep happy. So at some point we're going to have to come up with a way to monitor the chat. Sorry um, guys, I'm too lazy to give a shit to be fair. Uh, I do care, because there's some interesting chat going on I there think for a it, change. In, interestingly, should we have Chalky back on again? What do people think? Should I kill Chalky now? Oh, fuck you with my glaring forehead, motherfucker. <laughs> should we have Chalky back on the podcast? No. <laughs>
Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm still waiting. They're all blinded from my amazing forehead. <laughs> blinded by the forehead. No. <laughs> no one likes you, dude. No, well, that's because I'm too sexy for them. Yes, they said. Yeah. In fact, the same people that say no say yes. Yeah. See? So yeah. they right, should I quit and then Chalky can take my place and I can go down the pub? <laughs> I don't really talk to him like he's going to Siri. It's quite amusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, 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 no. Because right now, we've got the perfect po- like yin-yang of negativity and positivity. We're both negative. These two are both positive. So, yeah, that's all right. Well, there you go. I'm not negative. That's what I just said to Dabby. <laughs> you said you did that. No, but him and me are the negative ones. Oh, right, how yeah. did you even mistake that? It's been refreshing how someone who actually, when I say a game I'm looking forward to, says, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. But normally, 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 I can say, why are you doing that? Stone? That sucks, you what fucking hobo. What happens to poor old Nick every time? What happens to poor old Nick every time he mentions Mass Effect? To be fair, I, I don't like Mass Effect. Oh, no, but you're sacked. Oh. <laughs> That's right, because we've got to invite him back and then kill him, but I'm not supposed to tell you that last bit, so just strike it from memory. Yeah, I'm immortal, so you can try me. <laughs> Unfortunately, will you be able we're... to fake death for a little while so I can actually We can kill him each and every week then. Fortunately, we're safe because the comments get deleted after the live stream anyway. God, YouTube, you suck dick! So, he won't be able to read them and see what the food we've planned. YouTube sucks, so they still delete I want to read the comments before it's a we bug. end. It's a bug that was reported to you to Google about three years ago. They said, yeah, we'll look into it. And that was three years ago. They've never responded back to it. For fuck's sake, do your jobs, you code monkeys. You've got fuck all else to do. Tom from MySpace would have fixed it by now. (laughs) (laughs) Does MySpace still exist? Yeah, it's a music thing now. Well, that's why it was quite popular for music at the beginning, wasn't it? So, Mm. so, Was it? Yeah. Okay. Apparently. Yes, post about the Raspberry Pi and Serial Magic Terminal gizmo, because, you know, that kind of stuff's cool. Running an, an Amiga as a terminal to Pi. Right, okay. Look, we have smart people that watch this. They're smarter than us, all right? We should just all That's buy That's not them. hard. Well, of course it fucking isn't. We're <laughs> lost off to you scumbags. I'm, I'm a northern scumbag. Yeah, you are. Fucking foreigner. Get out of my town. <laughs> I'm going to tell the police that you abused me. <laughs> Look, watch this. <laughs> oh, I broke my fucking arm. <laughs> we just used to know something like that. I said, you just around the corner from me now. Really? Yeah. That's it. Tell the police on you. What's the Norfolk police number? Is it the same as the Suffolk police number? No. That's 666, is it? Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to do anything. Bob, I had to be a visit, but my, both my legs have gone so numb I can't actually feel them anymore. Yeah. Got, that's yeah. why I changed my position. Knees, my yeah, that is none of my concern. <laughs> Get out. Are you actually going to stop this at some point? Oh, yeah, that's smart. Good job, guys. <laughs> oh, man. You guys take it easy. Thanks I, ho- I hope that I wish that I hope these comments get saved. Yeah, no. seriously, this is, like, this is ace. Just like select them all and then copy yeah, well, it. And yeah. well, some, it somebody copy and paste the comments and email them to us. Yes, do that. Someone do that so we can get an email. What's the email? Quick. Comments at ryanerds.com. Do that. The copy. Do the. Do it now. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that is it. That's funny. And you said the same thing I said earlier when um, we were all talking about Lowestoft. Like, and if anything ever happened to people in Lowestoft, was it? 
you guys weren't here, but me and Tim were talking about the gunman in Beckles. <laughs> if anyone called the Rosers about that, they'd be like, so where is this? Beckles. By last off, get fucked, we ain't going down there, you can kill the entire town. But if it was long, I was like, fuck, gunman would better look like we're doing something. There's no one round here in the police, just like fucking hot fires, they're all just bumpkins. Shitloads of them turned up at the north end of the town the other day and they did a triangle, and my mate posted the picture and go, look, piece of cake must have a half price donut sound. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. That was brilliant, the traffic lights in town went down, um, what was it, like a couple of days ago? Mm. Fucking hell. They had a cycle rosa stood there in the middle of the street. The daintiest little wave to get cars to move. It's like, will you stop being such a puffer? Fucking... I remember I was driving but I was driving back from Norwich once. Yeah. And I came across a um It's the watcher <laughs> <laughs> I came across I sadly came across an accident. Yeah. Did you report it? No, I was all you report. There's ambulance there, people there. And there's this woman, police officer, who's directing traffic very badly. Yeah. Because what she was doing was. Where the fuck did that come from? Magic. We've got food. It's magic. Last off, the police have delivered oh. food. <laughs> right. Well, fuck it, guys. I'm off. We're all going to die. But yeah, guys, you got that right. The police would literally look at it. So, hang on a minute. That call's coming from last off. Get fucked. Seriously? That's just not a thing. Police would never come here. Police never. Somebody copy-paste the comment. Has anyone done the comment thingy yet? Say yes or no before I close the stream and go to bed. (laughs) Oh, by the way, the vlog doesn't exist. Considering most of the people here watch the vlog. If anyone doesn't know what the vlog is, the, st- the audios, then Jesus you're missing out on nothing. Jesus, Jesus. Have these. Oh, mushrooms. Good times. Where's the comment email? Comments at, ja- comments at randers.com. <laughs> Suffer, damn it. Comments at tetra.com. Oh, my, my, my tripod's gone limp. <laughs> you have that problem a lot, don't you, Luke? Yeah, I'm always going limp. <laughs> Does yours have free with Scarlet as well? Yeah, it does. I'm a bit, I'm a bit of an alien like that. I had a bit of an accident with a... The tripod should be feeling bad now. Linford never used to do that. Yeah. Well, fucking Linford just used to go for the sack all the time. Yeah, Linford for kill. That's brilliant, because your, your mic stand only ever tags you. Why That's because Linford was in it. But we, had two, we had two mic stands, and no matter which one he had, his one would always fall apart. Yeah. Go through the pockets. Mine never did. And even if we swapped them, yeah. his would still fall apart. By the way, this contains meatballs. It's got me in it. Fuck you guys. Bye. <laughs> See you later, guys. I will copy the comments and just case... What? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Did they do that? Oh, shit. You're not that though. You're fucking fired. You're fired. Go away, Shocky. You don't even exist. Oh, Shocky, you stay, darling. I need to pee. Oh, you can't even copy and paste the comments. It copies the entire page. Copy the whole page. YouTube, you bellends. There we go. What, what is he firing at? Anyway, what have we done? Because people are talking, using words. What, what's this comment? I don't know. Leave me alone. How do I turn this off?